0: Hello, freak bitches. Are we live? No. Well, no, we're not live, but you are on the phone. He started, uh... He started, uh, you know, playing
1: that in reverse. So now it's like, you know, uh, sit, chib. What? What? Uh, see you know he plays Hello Freak Bitches in reverse now. He's like Kendrick Lamar.
0: Oh shit! I was thinking about um, we should have intro music, and I was thinking we should use uh, Nick's Fresh Prince remix as the theme song. <laughs> Why of <laughs> all songs?
1: Because
0: that song's lit. I mean. Dude, do whatever man, you West want. It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so go I guess for we, it. I think i gonna go for it. I mean, there's no. We're already recording, so we're straight. What's up, dude? Oh, uh,
1: I got drove. I got driven back to my uh, apartment because I didn't feel like taking the train. I actually missed my train. I was a. Uh, I, w- I was looking at a schedule on my phone that wasn't updated, so it told me that yeah. the train was leaving four minutes later than it actually was. So I, I pulled into the parking lot, and then right as I opened the car door, the train left. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? And uh, I ran up to the train station and looked at the schedule they had posted, and I was like, I guess I just was looking at the wrong time. Cause it said 10:52 and then 11:48 and I was like, well, what the fuck? And then I looked at my phone and it said 11:52 and I was like, well, fuck this. So, I skipped my class and I stayed at home and I listened to Tame Impala all day
0: and it was fun. Dope. This morning I was um I was late for school and I was taking the bus and um similar thing. I like thought uh, whatever time the bus was supposed to be there and so. I had j I had my coffee in my hand, and I saw the bus at the stop, so I started running towards it. But I got those new boots, and they have those um I don't know what they're called, they're like <clears throat> the metal part that you like you know you wrap your shoelace around, and I didn't wrap them uh-huh. around that. So when I was running, my shoelace wrapped around that on the other one, I tripped, and my my headphones flew off my head, and my coffee spilled everywhere. Uh, so right in front of a big crowd of people. So it was a good start to my morning. Sounds like, uh, you know, karma for kicking Colin in the face. It was a t- that was the an boots accident. boots are cursed. That was an accident. He texted me today because <laughs> I, I put out on my Snapchat and um, in my Instagram. I was like, oh, like, what do you want me to talk about on the podcast tonight? And Colin, <laughs> <laughs> messaged, he said, talk about kicking your friends in the face. Dude, he said his teeth still hurt. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, it. Pro- I mean, did you see that his like lip was like cut up a little bit? No.
1: Or bruised? Yeah. Like the next day, it looked like he had a little Hitler mustache because he <laughs> had a bruise on his on his lip.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Oops. So uh. You know, yeah. No. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. He it probably like bruised his gum or something like that. It will go away. Yeah. <sighs> have you um? Have you heard of that? Of that? That you know. Family dinner game, shit. Uh, it's called Speak Out, and you put like pretty much dental gear, like mouth guards, in your mouth, and you read phrases, and everybody at the table has to try and guess what you're saying. Wait, Have you what seen is, that?
0: What is it? It's like a board game.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a board game, but not really. It's like Taboo, you know, yeah. like you just mm-hmm. say shit. It's like a it's yeah. kind of like Shreds, you know. Yeah. And uh, what you do is you put like these these mouth. Uh, guards, or not guards, but like the things that like pull your lips back, oh, so the yeah, dentist yeah, can yeah, get yeah. at your teeth. Yeah, you know you you know, and they make you look like an idiot. Yeah. Well, like you put those in, and then you try and read phrases, and uh, like people are supposed to guess. I I think you're supposed to have teams and like take turns, kind of like Pictionary and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, I just we just kind of put them in, like. At Thanksgiving and just had everybody try and guess what we were saying. And, dude, when everybody's getting drunk and shit and you play that game, it is fucking hilarious. (laughs) But the fucking... It's, like, impossible not to fucking laugh when you're trying to read the phrases and no one can understand you. But when you laugh, the fucking things cut your gums up. So I've got four cuts in four different places in my mouth from Colin
0: fucking making me die laughing while I was trying to do it. I saw... Um, some video on Facebook. People had those things where they hold your mouth open or whatever, but they were doing it um, with like ghost pepper uh, salsa, and they put uh, that in their face, and then they like dumped the ghost pepper salsa in their mouth. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why they had to have the thing holding their mouth open, <laughs> but they were they were trying to drink milk because you know like milk helps hot, so they couldn't drink it. So they were just like pouring milk into their mouth. It was, and they couldn't like. You can't swallow unless your mouth is shut, so it was it was really funny. Well, like you
1: can, but it's really awkward. I guess I don't know. It just I don't know. Can you swallow with like,
0: with with your mouth open?
1: I don't. Th- I don't think. Yeah, I, I mean, can. dude, you have to when you're at the dentist and shit. Dude, I, I never mean,
0: do it. I just I just let the
1: spit pool up. Well, it's weird because like you when you do like you get a really big gust of air like forced down your throat and. It just dries
0: everything out, and it's not—it's not pleasant. Nah, dude, I let I that really shit—I let that shit pool. They have—they have to get the second sucker for me. Fuck that, dude! I Fuck hate me. the dentist. The dentist blows. Dude, I gotta get my wisdom teeth out. When's that happening? Uh, like three or four days after uh, New Year's. Well, I guess that's okay. I can keep you company. I'm gonna be high on Vicodin or dude give
1: me. I'm not gonna you gotta be careful on those things because I developed a dependency in three days and after five you days I was, most, on I was the most depressed I have ever been in my life <laughs> I, remember, I remember that <laughs> you wouldn't leave your house I spent five days on my couch taking <laughs> taking Vicodin as soon as, like, my three hours was up or whenever the, the time frame is, like, like the minute, because I was in so much pain, I don't know, I just didn't do a good job fucking taking care of it, I guess, but, you know, and I spent five days... Taking Vicodin, sitting on my couch, sleeping on my couch, and watching Breaking Bad. And by by That's day not a good five, show
0: to watch when you're high. By, Vicodin.
1: Day, by day five, I was just so fucking upset. And like Cole Magura brought her friend over from college, and I smelled like shit, <laughs> and I was wearing sweatpants and just my grandfather's windbreaker, no shirt and uh they were like let's go get ice cream or something and i was like fine fuck it what what in this world matters besides ice cream (laughs) and uh they took me out of the house and i smelled fresh air for the first time in four days or something and it was awesome and we went and got ice cream and uh it was
0: great so moral of the story don't get a moral of the story make sure you go outside (laughs) at least once a day it's gonna be all every (laughs) didn't you get yours out in the summer
1: no i got him out right around my birthday so like springtime
0: Um, i'm on yeah
1: it was it was relatively it was weird because like you know how winter is kind of warm these days yeah so like it was like really back and forth so the day we went out it was pretty nice
0: out but well i'm gonna have nothing but dead trees around me to cheer me up for my post vicodin depression And
1: maybe it'll snow
0: that'd be nice Hey, but, um, um, guess what? Thing, Russell we, Simmons. Who's I, d- that? I have pitchfork. You know uh, Russell Simmons. Def Jam. Uh, maybe. Uh, you de- if you saw a picture of him, you would know exactly who he is. He's the co-founder of Def Jam Records. Okay. Anyway, I'm on Pitchfork right now. Russell Simmons is. There's more uh, sexual assault allegations out towards him, oh, but he wow. he's denying it. Well, there was some
1: band that uh, some girls, like, all-girls 80s band that that said that their band was just, like, they had some hit records, but they were just all, like, barely produced, like, they they barely had anything to do with the songs that they put out besides, like, going in and singing what they were told to sing. They said that their band was, like, an entire, like, cover-up of the prostitution ring of the music industry.
0: Wait, what? Of, like...
1: Yeah, the, I think it was, like, the Goo Goo Dolls or something. Um, I can't remember what hmm. it was, but, uh, like, some... How all was their girls band, band to cover from up the, for a cover-up Some all-girls band from the 80s was, like, some... One of their members came out and said, like, yeah, our band was pretty much just, like, a cover-up for prostitution for, like, big record execs and shit like that. Well, fuck. And said, yeah. And, like... You know, and it was some big band. They would be. I I, I think it was the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't want to go on record and say that, but you know.
0: Uh, yeah, you gotta be careful what you say, dude. You're you're being recorded. I know. I'm gonna take a little. I'm gonna take everything you say and chop it up and make you say some real ignorant shit. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mean, that
1: you know, whatever, whatever gets uh, whatever gets the people going, man. Um, But, yeah, dude, it was really weird. I can't remember uh, what the band's name was or whatever. And it's probably not as bad as, like, the headline made it sound, but, like... Well, there was
0: another band... um, But
1: it it pretty much just goes along with everything, just, like, old, powerful men forcing people
0: to do whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know... There is this band, Pine Grove. I don't know who they are. I've never listened to their music. But, um... They, the lead singer, I think his name is Evan. I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, he, I saw this on somebody's Facebook, and it was like he was accused of sexual misconduct, but then I read his apology, and from what I understand, the sexual misconduct was a um. It was a consensual relationship for like two months, where he was dating this fan, and then she like broke up with her boyfriend to be with him or something like that, and then they br- he broke up with her or something, and she said she called it um, an unfair power dynamic, and that's she was she's they're both they're just not like he's thirty five and she's like seventeen or something. They were both. Like, in their early 20s, I believe, and um, they called it an unfair power dynamic. And the post that I read on Facebook was chalking it up to the same as like a student-teacher relationship or an employee-employer relationship with like a front man to a fan. Which I don't, I don't know about all that. When I read that, I kind of understand what they're saying. I, there is this sort of like infatuation with them. But an infatuation isn't the same as like, you know, because usually student-teachers' relationship is usually, A, there's a big age difference, which is yeah. the unfair power dynamic. And also with like employer, employee, and student-teacher, the, the older person, the one with the power, has like legitimate authority over the other person. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's kind of, like, that's kind of, I mean, the way I see it, it's kind of like the same bullshit as, like, you know, like, (laughs) suing McDonald's for, uh, that guy that made, that made, or woman, or whoever it was a bunch of years ago that sued McDonald's for burning herself with hot coffee because they didn't have a warning hot coffee thing on their cup. Yeah. Like, you know that that shit's, like, not their fault, but, like, I guess you could get away with it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah. if you're a fan and you're going to be, and you're going to let yourself get so starstruck that you're going to be in a relationship that you're not happy with, like, you know, and you wouldn't otherwise, like if it was anybody else in the world that did the same thing that you, you couldn't put any sorts of uh, uh, sort of allegations toward them. Like you can't sue somebody because you're starstruck. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's, that's your thing. It's not, you know, it's, they, it's not their fault that you're, a, that you're subject to being a fan of theirs because mm-hmm. they write good music or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's completely up to you how you handle that.
0: Hang so, on, I gotta, I, I gotta, oh, I gotta really. fix something. This, it's like there's like latency in my ears. So whenever I'm talking, it like comes out of the headphones like two seconds later, and it's really fucking me up here. Hang on. Uh-huh. Um, okay. All right, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I 100 agree. I don't think it's like. Well, I read the guy's apology. And, yeah, he he apologized for that. He also apologized for being, like, overly uh, enthusiastic about sharing his dreams for, like, the future with girls. Mm -hmm. What he said in the apology was, like, I would get in these relationships with a girl and then I would, like, share these, like, really intimate thoughts of his, like, dreams and hopes for the future and stuff like that. And he apologized for that because he said like he's, he would share that so early in the relationship, and it would make the girl think it was like a bigger, like he was in it more hardcore than he was, or something like that. Obviously, he thinks it's something that is worth apologizing for, but I don't know. I don't think I don't think you should ever shame somebody for like being enthusiastic about like sharing their desires for like life goals and things like that i mean like i i do that all the time with like random people right
1: i mean that's generally that's just something that people are attracted to and people are ambitious you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like and sharing that with people is just a part of being ambitious you know what i mean yeah um like i don't know it's just uh that's just something that people find attractive and like if it doesn't end well it doesn't end well i think that the main thing that you need to remember is that like any, if this guy was in any other occupation, like say he was in advertising and he was yeah. just really ambitious about advertising. She couldn't sue him because she was a fan of his fucking Walmart advertising. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that made him yeah. like, you know, and that, that made him in a position of power over her. Like that would be ridiculous. No one would ever listen to that. So I just, I mean, it's not like I don't think that, that maybe like he, he, uh, you know, abused his yeah, his I, fame I, a little bit because people, people. you know, people you can use your fame for a lot of, like, bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. like, celebrities don't really get to, you know, go to jail and shit like that because yeah. they fucking just can pay whatever bail it is and all that shit. Like, there's a lot of privilege that goes along with being famous. But, like... For sure. I think that if you're a fan and you're going to date somebody that you're a fan of, you need to know that, like, they're, like they're not always going to be what you idolize them to be. And I think that like, you just need to take everything with a grain of salt when you're doing anything. So like, I don't know.
0: I I, I, agree. But he also, I mean the whole thing, he came out with that apology and the the article I was reading was saying that, um, he was like trying to nip everything in the ass before, like, uh, there's a lot of backfire. Like he hurt, like the allegations came out instantly took to social media and like, did this huge Facebook post about it and they canceled their tour instantly like before it got a chance to like you know like fester in the trenches of the internet which was good. I I find it I'm like looking at everybody's like apologies and stuff like that and I'm like seeing who like I think went about their apology well and who went, you know, who didn't do well. And I don't know, after like the third person That was, you know, accused or whatever. I would think anybody with any sort of, like, history like that would, like, instantly start, like, talking to their lawyer. Be like, this did happen. It could come out. What should I do? Because people are still fucking up and saying some stupid stuff. Uh, What's his face? Um, Actor came out when. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Well, the, the kid that he, like, the sexual misconduct, that was, he was a minor, right?
1: When it happened, yeah, yeah. Spacey was twenty seven. I think the kid was like either fourteen or sixteen or some shit like that. Yeah, but he was definitely not eighteen.
0: The, my my problem with that was like, he decided that was the best time for him to come out as being gay, which I don't think was the best time, for for a plethora of reasons. One to, one being, it looks like he's trying to just distract from the issue right. at hand but the, the second thing i think
1: there's a there's a time where he could have added that context yeah right off the bat like it's important to just like make sure you know like i did something wrong and not yeah. try to like it's like playing the blame game almost mm-hmm. you know what I well
0: mean? the biggest problem i had with it was that like that's like a stereotype that the gay community has been like trying to fight for so long like the idea that like gay men are predators, like that's like a stereo, uh, like a negative stereotype that they've been Probably, trying to yeah, combat. Dude. And, it, and it so also... he's just like reinforcing that stereotype, like oh I'm I'm gay. Well, just because you're gay doesn't mean you need to like you know seventeen year old boys. So that was right. that was I my think, main I think issue with it. the other
1: thing is that like a lot of people aren't aren't you know hearing everything that he said. He was like he also mentioned that he was really like fucked up on like. So I think he was really fucked up with like substance issues and oh, shit okay. like that. I, like you know, he said a lot of things, all of them were making excuses. But mm-hmm. like I don't, I think the main thing is that like people said like I don't think he was just using him being gay as as uh, you know the excuse. I think that yeah. the the what he tried was trying to say was that he was struggling with his identity, and I think yeah. like when you're struggling with your identity, I think his point was that you he was probably just like, I don't know. I, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. I, 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 fucking, I don't I, know. But no, I hear what you're I saying. Think I, I agree with what you mean that it's like, you definitely can't make excuses, especially right after you're, yeah. you're accused of something like that. You need to just like bite the bullet and admit to what you did wrong, because that's when it comes down to it, what you need to do. Like all these guys, like you know, even down to like Weinstein, like, Nothing's happening. Like these guys aren't going to prison. They're not yeah. getting fined. The most that's happening to them is they're losing. You know, like Louis C.K. lost his his HBO special that he was gonna do. Yeah. Like he's not. Like he didn't even lose the movie that he he had been working on. You know what I mean? Like no, nothing big. Nothing big is gonna happen to these people. So really, yeah. what you need, what these people want, that are accusing you. You know, isn't going to happen. But the best thing that you can do is is apologize and completely fess up to what you did. Which is what and Louis then, did, which is why line, I like.
0: Yeah, I, I like Louis.
1: Give context. You know Louis. I mean?
0: Yeah, Louis's um apology was like. I mean, we talked about this when it first came out. Like what you're saying right now is like you do, It's not the time to like make excuses. You know, it, right. it's the time to just fess, and that's exactly what Louis did. And, because, um,
1: like, even if even if there is context to the situation, like, you gotta know that, like, people are upset about it because the general population thinks you did something wrong. And if the yeah. general population did something wrong, thinks you mean you did something wrong, then it means you did something wrong. Yeah. Like, it's completely subjective, but at the same time, like, if a majority of people are like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up, then you can't just be like, well, it's not because of this, because people... Are gonna hear that and just be like, "Well, yeah, but it's still fucked up." So there's no point in giving any context to a situation like that. Cause do you think any of these guys?
0: Do you think any of these guys are gonna be able to come back from this? Do you think any oh, like? Oh fuck yeah, dude! You if think anything? If,
1: yeah, dude. If you know. All 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 press is uh, good press or all whatever.
0: Publicity is good publicity. I don't yeah, know it's about it's sex it's I don't know about being a sexual predator. Bro, no, I don't, I don't think the, that's good publicity. The thing,
1: people are immediately going to try and like go watch House of Cards before they take it off Netflix and people are going to watch, you know, Louis stand-ups and shit like that cuz they're thinking about
0: him. We're talking yes, about him right now. Yes, you know they're what talking what about his old stuff, like, but do you think anybody
1: shit doesn't work. Okay, no, but do you no think no anybody's going to give
0: Louis another thing. special? Do you think Netflix is ever going to give Louis, another opportunity to put on another special. Do you think any, you know, yeah. director is gonna hire Kevin Spacey again?
1: One hundred percent.
0: I'm interested talent, to see if, if it happens. Their
1: talent outweighs one scandal, dude. Uh, yes. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah, uh, this isn't new. Louis C.K. dealt with these allegations back in 2010 or something oh, really? like that. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. This isn't his first he, time.
1: You no, know, the same allegations. It's just more people came out about it this time. But the two uh, women that he, he originally, that he jerked off in front of his hotel room and yeah. those two, those two women tried to do it before and they just didn't gain traction. But like
0: now his with manager going found on, yeah.
1: out mm-hmm. his publicity, like everybody found out about it. Like, and they contacted people that he was doing specials for. Like, I'm pretty sure comedy central was made aware of it and like they buried it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because you know, they cared more about Louis Louis uh, ratings platform. And, yeah. yeah. I got you. And, yeah. Like so, you know the thing is, is that I think that, especially the way that Louis handled it, is that there's, you know, there's only up from here, dude. Chris Brown beat the fuck out of Rihanna. Oh God, dude,
0: like, I, I, yeah, I honestly totally forgot that was a thing.
1: Yeah, of course he <laughs> did, and you know what? People aren't gonna give a fuck that Louis C.K. jerked off on himself <laughs> in front of a couple women or on the phone. In six months, right? I yeah. mean, Harvey Weinstein's kind of a piece of shit because, like, there's a lot of women talking about yeah. that dude. And uh, he's the perfect example of somebody, like, abusing their power because, like, yeah. he's le- legitimately, like, you know, these actresses' boss. I, you know, yeah. I shouldn't say anybody's worse than anybody else because, you know, sexual assault and sexual misconduct is never okay. But, you know, like it's also okay to say that like what louis did isn't as bad as like groping somebody like way more people and like you know threatening to lose their job or bribing them with like Mm -hmm. more screen time or some shit like that like it's really fucked up and harvey weinstein is in more of a position of power than anybody that has uh been accused because he's legitimately, like, the boss of these actresses that he was, you know, doing this to. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm not super familiar with all of uh, Harvey Weinstein's shit, so I'm not going to say more than that, but, you know, it, it's... Uh, I think that people's fame and the good work that they do definitely outweighs uh, shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Rihanna is, like, one of, like, pop culture's favorite people. And, like... Chris Brown, do you see? you remember seeing pictures of her? Like she was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, dude, she—he beat the and fuck he, out of her. Came out with "Lookout," he came out with "Look at Me Now." Like, you know, definitely within two years of that happening, and it—you know, I'll—I'll it I'll, 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 I'll look up right now what what uh, "Look at Me Now" is. It's probably like double platinum or some
0: shit. Yeah, damn, dude, hot and heavy right out of the bat. Podcast, podcast life. <laughs> Chris Brown? Um, Are you sure that Look At Me Now came out after that?
1: Well, it came out in 2011.
0: Chris Brown. Uh, I'm trying to find out if it was 2011 and number 6
1: on Billboard Hot 100 chart.
0: Uh, so looks like he did that. Yeah, so it Look at me now came out in 2011 and he beat the shit out of Rihanna in 2009.
1: Yeah, dude. So yeah, you know, and that song did fucking insanely well. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm going to try and find it on the RIAA's website. The what? RIAA, it's what gives um what gives uh, the awards out for people. Oh. Like gold, platinum, double platinum.
0: Gotcha. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Who's that rapper that is featured on Look At Me Now? Um, Buster Rhymes and Lil it, Wayne are
1: on it. Look At Me Busta Now is Buster
0: Rhymes. It's Buster Rhymes the same thing? Does that fat verse? Look mm-hmm. At Me Now is uh, <laughs> five times
1: platinum. Fuck, dude. <laughs> As of October 3rd, 2017. Damn. So, yeah. People don't give a fuck, alright? Uh, <laughs> People you know. don't give a fuck. So, you literally, like, like, hardcore beating the shit out of one of people's favorite pop culture singers yeah. is a lot worse than jerking off into your belly button in front of two nobody comedians. So... Uh, you know, not to say that that shit is, uh, you know, I shouldn't yeah, say yeah, to yeah. nobody comedians I, like I, I, they I don't deserve. Uh, yeah,
0: dude, this is where I'm gonna chop it up and I'm gonna make you sound like an asshole. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's get off this topic before we. Before yeah. yeah, we're
1: we're just uh, beating a dead bird here. Whatever the <laughs> dead horse
0: <laughs> beating a dead bird. <laughs> um, hey, have you? Did you hear? Um, Dram put out a Christmas album.
1: I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. cool.
0: He did a song with his mom.
1: That's sick. I uh, I got to oh, I phew, shit. I'm not. I, I probably shouldn't say uh, say what I'm about to say, but I'm gonna say it anyways. There uh, there's this uh, this Drexel alumni, music industry kid. He came in to uh, he came in to uh, what the fuck to my dog class the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to listen to some unreleased DRAM music, dude. He he produces for a dram.
0: Oh and, fuck!
1: Uh, yeah, I got to listen to some of his his uh, one of his unreleased tracks. I can't dope. remember what it's called. Whatever. Uh, I probably am. I shouldn't. I probably wouldn't say what it was called if even if I remembered. Yeah, well we can I'm edit not this out. Anybody fucked up? I'm not gonna edit uh, it out. But um. Damn! Yeah, that's I got to dope. To, yeah, he he produced like the second half of the song or some shit like that. And it was uh, it was really cool.
0: Do a lot uh, of um, like producers and shit, come into your classes at Drexel? Uh,
1: well, you know, either my classes or they'll do like, you know, uh, extracurricular like, um, or like they'll just come and do lectures that you can like go for on gotcha. your own accord. You know what gotcha. I mean? Like if they if they're not visiting classes, like uh, I hear you. Uh, Wycliffe, You know who Wyclef
0: is? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he was here.
0: Oh fuck! Cool.
1: Um, Biddy McClain, He was here. He's a British uh, reggae guy. He was here. He was actually recording an album for a couple weeks in the studios. So he was just like around for a while. Uh This shit. guy, uh, Ivan. Something who came up with uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff hmm. and like has produced records for uh, Common and uh, music and uh, oh God, who is the other people? Who are the, some of the other people he said?
0: Dude, you know who you should, guys should get to do a talk at Drexel is um, uh, Reg, is Reggie is Watts, Rich from Dome Sound.
1: Fuck that guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Yo, are you friends with him on Facebook? No, I'm going to... Didn't he a flat earther? <laughs> yeah, dude. I sc- I'm scrolling through Facebook right now. I just clicked on his profile. It's all, like, these fake videos of, like, alien sightings. And they're, like, super fake, like, totally animated. And, like, uh, like this is why the Earth is flat. And, like, all this stuff. He shares stuff like that all the time.
1: Dude, I mean, like... Uh- See, we talk shit on him, but, like, his studio does have, like, a gold record on the wall, so, like, I mean, he obviously... Okay, that doesn't take away from the fact the that he
0: thinks the earth is fucking flat.
1: All right, well, like, <laughs> that's fine, but, I you know, I, who am I to shit on people's ideals and shit, man? Like, I can't even identify um, what my ideals are. Okay, so at least but we can all things agree
0: things. that the earth is fucking round, right?
1: Sure. <laughs> I mean... what's his,
0: What's the dude's name who was on Joe Rogan podcast, The Flat Earther? Um,
1: oh uh, that dude's Eddie Bravo. Eddie and Bravo. He, see, but that guy's phenomenal in every other aspect besides the fact that
0: <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's, he's like a ridiculous jujitsu jitsu fighter. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's more of a coach though. He doesn't uh he doesn't fight a lot anymore. No, he but doesn't. he's like he's kind of he's kind of like Joe Rogan now where he's yeah.
0: just like one of the people that knows his shit and everybody loves him. Um Dude, on that podcast, yeah. on that podcast, he was like Joe was trying to prove to him that the Earth was round, and so they found this that website.
1: sounds just ridiculous, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hold on. So they were trying so they, to prove to him that they, the world was round. They're like, why can't like why can't anything just be an accepted truth
0: these dude, days? That's what. So they found on NASA's website, um or I think it was NASA's website. There was a satellite that took a picture of the Earth every ten minutes and uploaded it in real time to the website. And so you can see the earth rotating and Joe pulled that up for him and was like, look, like this is a real satellite picture of the earth. It's fucking round. And he's just like, no, nah, dude, it looks fake as shit to me. No. Nah. And he just refused to believe it. He's like, I don't trust anything that the government says. He was just like completely Everything that the, he said that everything the government says has to be a lie.
1: Yeah, I mean, once you say that, like, you can't really <laughs> argue with somebody that's claiming that. You know what I mean? Like, there is nothing, there's nothing that you can prove. Like, it's literally just, all right, well, if you think everything's a lie, then I guess I can't really show you anything. Cause it's not like, you know, Fucking unless you're Elon Musk, you can't take somebody up into the atmosphere and be like, look, bitch, it's round. Like, <laughs>
0: SpaceX. Did you, um, uh, did you see the, uh, those new, uh, semis that? You no, know? I've been meaning to look at them though. Cause I, I I'm excited about how fucking cool they're going to look. They're supposed to <laughs> go, they're supposed to go into production. I think in 2020, I believe. Let me look up yeah. Tesla, Tesla, um, semi. Yeah. Do they look? They look very futuristic. They're like, like they I saw on the release show, um, like a comparison with like speeds and acceleration and stuff like that. And these things are like, for for a semi, they're fast as shit. Like yeah, well of course they are. I mean, dude, like, did you see that at the same conference he he announced the new roadster? Dude, the ro- the roadster oh my god, that's a mean ass car.
1: Yeah, it's I don't. I think they, I really think they. They should like create a new class of license for you to drive that thing, like go zero you to sixty so, in one
0: yeah. point nine seconds. Yeah, yeah. allegedly,
1: yeah, that's, allegedly. That's I that's mean that's the stats. I have.
0: There, it's massive up. amounts of torque in those things. There's like you know how when you're in a car, like a regular car, like a gas powered car, you press the pedal down and it takes a second to like,
1: get up. It's all immediate. It's fucking insane. Yeah, so like it's the it's. You know, yeah. I mean, it's the fastest and quickest acceleration is it? on any vehicle. Yeah, dude. One point nine seconds. No car has bro- I no know it's car a- has broken. No car has broken two seconds ever for zero to sixty. And it's apparently going to hit one hundred miles per hour in I think like four point two seconds. I think is what he said. And then also he said that it. He he said that he promises it will be the fastest land speed car ever in production and right now the bugatti veyron still has the world record apparently but for consumer cars been,
0: for consumer cars
1: yeah but yeah 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 for you know yeah, uh because they have those said, like retarded that like jets on the that, ground uh, the top speed will be faster than that and he didn't say exactly what it was going to be but he said that it was definitely over 250 and it's like no human being no normal like I, I should not be able to buy that car like if for some reason I produce some record that blows up like I should not be allowed to go and buy a Tesla roadster that's why not up. why not because I'm not like well I'm just a Fucking what? 19-year-old kid. I'm not responsible enough to fucking... Uh, no, Like, dude, I don't trust a fucking... <laughs> I don't know a single person that I would want to get in a car with if they're going to be like, yo, you ready to go 270 miles per hour? No. <laughs> well, you don't go answer, that fast. The answer is no. Well, why not, huh? <laughs> what's well, what's, stop, what's, what's stopping keeping... kids
0: from buying... You know, what's stopping these, like, you know, young uh, artists who got millions of dollars from buying a fucking... Bugatti and and racing down the LA strip like shit happens dude I mean that's they buy cars that go that like not that fast but like fast as fuck there's no way anybody has the balls to send that Tesla up to 200 miles an hour you're gonna be white knuckling the shit out of that and unless you have like a desert of just like a com- you know complete straightaway, you take any turn at two hundred miles an hour. Even like you hit a pebble at two hundred miles an hour, you're fucked.
1: Yeah, no, the thing's also like the size of a fucking Miata, so like <laughs> <laughs> you definitely don't want to you know hit that top speed. Yeah, feet, and and to go that like, fast,
0: it can't be it can't be a heavy car. That, that's right. a it's slight just, gust just, of wind is gonna throw that thing into the air.
1: Right. Uh, so I I don't know, man. I think it's just kind of like. It's just, uh, it's scary. I mean, Pete, you have to have a fucking special license to drive a semi and you have to have a special license to drive a bus. That's because it's big. You should have to, alright, well, you know what? Maybe I'm crazy, but I think if your car can go over 200 miles per hour, you should have another special
0: license. Get a special license for a Tesla and the earth is flat. Carl Williams quote. No, I, what? (laughs)
1: Okay. Alright, whatever. It's fine.
0: Go on record, Carl Williams thinks the The Earth is flat. Do you think the moon landings were fake? Uh,
1: Dude, I don't know, man. Some of those pictures, the shadows just don't seem right. I think Bill Burr thinks the moon landing is fake. Dude, Bill Burr is afraid
0: of getting microchipped. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard his thing thing on the Duracell batteries commercial? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck is in Kevin that made him come out of the woods? (laughs) He pulls out a fucking remote and it starts beeping and all of a sudden
1: Kevin comes out of woods smiling beep 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 go see
0: mommy <laughs> oh man um, fucking love but Bill like, Burr
1: you know I think Bill Burr can rant about his fears of anything and it's just like always okay because, because he, he does, does it in a funny a way. way Eddie Bravo you know does
0: it in a fucking insane way where he's like no that looks fake man the earth is flat Dude, I'm just saying Boston,
1: it's the Boston accent I swear to god it adds credibility <laughs> to whatever you're saying or, or not, maybe not, not credit not credibility but it like as soon as people hear a boston accent people are like all right well what do you expect from this guy so <laughs> either the, the stereotype is that boss, people from boston are fucking crazy and stupid or they're just like people that know what they're talking about or maybe
0: a little bit of both dude but, a- eddie bravo's main point i i'm sorry i keep coming back to the it, it Blows my mind that he thinks the earth is flat. But his main point was like, uh, Joe Joe Rogan was like talking. He's like, why would that be a conspiracy? Why would everybody be like, yo, the earth is round when it's really flat? What does that do for anybody? He's like, well, man, like it's easier. Like you tell everybody they live in a ball and it's like you're on a ball. You might as well just stay where you're at. But if it's flat, I don't know, man. That's not a point. <laughs> It's flat, so you don't go places. He's saying he for, somehow he said he thinks there's if if the Earth is round, there's less land than if the Earth is flat. It just you got it, you got it, you got it. Have you seen it? The, the podcast? Not the whole thing. No, I I stayed up really late watching that whole thing, getting real real upset, yelling at my phone at Eddie Bravo through my phone.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> when we were down in Atlanta, I was watching some flat earth thing. I couldn't find anything that actually made me think the earth was flat.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, cuz it's fucking hard. round.
1: <laughs> it's hard really, to find something really, that's just <laughs> not true. I really wanted to <laughs> I I really wanted to to find something that made me think like, oh shit, this is possible. You know, like, cause I can I can find shit that's like <clears throat> online that'll make me think yeah. like, oh, the CIA definitely killed Kennedy. You know okay, what I mean? okay. Look, like, I, I'm the first
0: person to jump on one of those like conspiracy. I mean, not the first person, but I like a lot of those conspiracy theories and stuff like that because I know, mean, yeah. they're fun. I like to tell people that you know, whatever whatever the conspiracy, you know, dude, did you know that the the go- <laughs> the government invented milk. Let me, let me give some context. So, you know...
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> um, you know what? I, I'm going to disagree on that one. Um, cows invented that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was, I just... That was... Anyway. So, <laughs> d- I just learned this the other day. My roommate uh, told me this. And he showed me some some stuff online. So, milk wasn't like... So, now everybody's like, oh, drink milk. It's really, really good for you. And stuff like that. Which... um. Uh, what what milk was, it was used for um, people who were malnourished. So during World War II, they started sending over massive amounts of milk to, um, to uh, for malnourished soldiers. Yeah. And so during World War II, a lot of the um, farms allocated all the resources to dairy. And then when World War II ended, you had all these huge farms that were only in dairy, and there wasn't enough demand for Milk, so the government started buying up all this milk and then launched this huge campaign, like, oh, you need to drink four glasses of milk a day and they started giving it to schools and then that's why they fund uh the government funds the got milk campaigns. Milk's milk's not milk is no super juice. it's just milk, but the government tells you differently, man.
1: Well, it is super juice. it was used for malnourished people, so it's it's okay,
0: used. it's not like. It's used for malnourished people because it's like got you know nutrients, but Are you it's not to tell like me it's
1: not good for my bones and gonna make me a big. And Actually, strong it is. Boy?
0: It's not good for your bones. I, it's...
1: So I'm not gonna grow big and strong just because I drink my milk. <laughs> nope. That what you're trying to tell me,
0: <laughs> bit, <but laughs> That's what i was trying to tell you. No, it's not. It's all my it's, life is based it, on. It, is, it has it has nutritional value, but. You can get that same nutritional value from other things. It's not like you need to drink milk. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like a part of like the food pyramid or the or the food plate, whatever it is now, um, is like you have to have like a glass of milk with your with your lunch at school. Uh, that's not necessarily true. You can get the same nutrients from other things. So hmm. yeah, dude. The government invented milk.
1: Damn. Well that's uh wow. Interesting.
0: Yeah, and uh, the earth uh, is flat.
1: I'm cut, yeah, and the earth is flat and uh moon
0: landing was staged. And to be in a hundred percent honesty, I have seen some some things online about that moon landing thing that I'm like yeah. dude, I I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, Joe Rogan thinks the moon landing was staged. No, he he used to think it was staged. I actually just watched. I watched that today. He was on with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he said that he thinks some of the footage was staged, um, but that he thinks they actually went to the moon. He thinks they went uh, to the moon but then staged some of the footage yeah, because it was too hard. Yeah, that's where I was watching footage. it
1: too where he he kind of he looks up some stuff that makes
0: yeah. you think. Which that, like, which makes sense footage. like it's hard to get probably good footage of the moon. Oh, dude, Neil deGrasse Tyson, speaking of which, um this is it's not Neil deGrasse Tyson, it's Bill Nye the Science Guy, but he uh Bill Nye is on this tour. Um I can not I Think it's with Neil deGrasse Tyson or just like the doc, he's promoting the documentary or something that he's doing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, anyway, he's on a tour and doing a bunch of talks and he's going around to all these cities and doing talks about um, like why global warming we actually need to care about global warming. And I'm gonna go see him in uh, at Harvard in like I think like two weeks or something. That's cool, dude. Bill Nye uh, the Science Guy is the most credible like anybody from like 19. When did when did his thing come out? Probably like early. Like 1992, 3, something like that. Anyone born past 95 is, if if Bill Nye says anything to them, they're going to believe it. He is just the most credible source to everybody post-1995. Yeah, that's true. Season 1 was in
1: 1993. 1993. Uh, so, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's true.
0: He, uh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, saw I saw something. It was um, it was a startup, and the startup was revolving around um, this new way to make uh, solar panels. So I guess like whatever kind of metal or whatever the hell solar panels are made of, I have no idea. The, what, the way used, the way they usually do it is they have to cut it into these very thin pieces, and when you cut it, um. There's a lot of waste, and that's why solar panels are so expensive. And the startup, this company, found a new way to cut this metal or whatever the hell it is, this this thing, the, to yeah. make solar panels. And it's a new way without cutting it. It's like heating it up and then like smashing it and it like breaks off or something like that, whatever. Right. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is that this startup paid Bill Nye to do a video about it, which was like, I mean, you know about influencer marketing. I thought, I thought that was so cool. I was like, that is the ultimate influencer for anybody, any company that's in the science niche. Because, like, you know, it's Bill Nye. And he's the, the, yeah. it, like I said, yeah. like, yeah, everybody so- posts yeah. 95. If Bill Nye says something's, you know, something about science, everybody's just going to believe it because we grew up on him.
1: Yeah. I mean and you gotta you gotta think that Bill Nye like since he's doing this tour, he actually gives a shit about stuff like oh, that. So no, he probably dude, yeah. wouldn't actually he probably wouldn't do it if it was if it wasn't credible. You know, oh that's not what I was saying, yeah. For money. That's not yeah. what I
0: was saying. I wasn't saying he was lying. I'm just saying No, I know that, I'm that, just saying like that. Yeah, that marketing you know team legit. that marketing team for that startup is very smart because they could have gotten any scientist, but it's Bill Nye. But it's since it's Bill Nye, it's you know it's awesome, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh shit, Bill Nye is yeah, way better true. than than you know, Mister PhD." Like that, there could be some dude who's like way more you know qualified. No, they're than,
1: boring as fuck, dude.
0: Yeah, you True, don't want, exactly. You don't want that shit.
1: Um, what do you think of? Uh, what do you think of? Um, I'm just looking at the tabs I had opened up from uh, you know all of our shit. What do you think of um, SpaceX and like their goal to take us to Mars and shit like that?
0: Honestly. Don't really know a ton about it,
1: but... well, uh, Just, like, the idea of, like, you know, like, humanity possibly being, you know, in multiple planets. Like,
0: I don't think it's in our lifetime. Colonizing. I, think, I, think, I don't think it's... I mean,
1: he wants to... I mean, if he wants to do it within his lifetime, and that's his goal, then it is within our lifetime, because the dude's older than us, but, I mean, just, like, probably not, like, people living there in cities and shit, but, like he's trying to find a way to like grow potatoes like you know matt damon <laughs> did you
0: know yeah uh, i think um hey man like if if i'm like 65 and i'm like yeah like i'm done with earth like fuck this place and for some reason elon and i are boys and he's like yeah man like let's go let's let's hit mars just I'd, I would like be, a, I'd be a down three year trip I'd be down. I'd spend the rest time. of my life on Mars if I was I like. Think it takes four months to get to Mars. Yeah, but can you get back? Y- well, I mean, if you.
1: I mean, yeah, if you're going to land and then take off again in another ship and get back, yeah, you could. You could get back. No, it's fuck just a matter that.
0: of... Uh, fuck that. If I'm going to Mars, I'm going no, and like, staying.
1: If you were going to go for SpaceX, they would want you to stay there and like help colonize. That's what, you I'm, saying. what, I mean. like, that's what I'm saying. Within our lifetime, it's going to be strictly for developmental purposes, and yeah. you're probably going to sign up to die there.
0: Uh, in, Whoa, that's that got to be case. weird. Like... Signing up—that's a weird way to put it, but I mean it's true. Yeah, signing but like, up and somewhere. see, the
1: thing is, like, how do they pay you? So if you do that, are you setting up your family to like have hundreds of thousands of dollars back on Earth? Like, but you don't get shit because you're just on a fucking big, big red rock where money <laughs> doesn't exist yet. Like, <laughs> it's a really
0: big sacrifice if you think about it. Man, um, sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah, true. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I but, think uh, I, I, I have. I
1: mean, you're thinking about like your personal like, you know, uh, thing with it. For me, like, I have an issue with the you know spread of humanity. Like, I I'm not super huge into like, I, of course, I you know I believe in global warming and I believe humans are the mm-hmm. cause of climate change and shit like that. Well, not cause, but you know, they're the most major uh, contributor of uh, yeah. of climate change, yeah. right? But I think. Um, <clears throat> and I think that, like, if we're going to kill our world, that maybe, like, I mean, Elon Musk seems to know that, like, humanity probably isn't willing to change. Like, he's, he's yeah. got Tesla, and he's trying to do his part in changing Earth. But, you know, SpaceX is just kind of proof that he doesn't think that humanity's going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to send humanity to Mars. I think that we kind of have a responsibility to die here that's what i'm saying so, yeah i would pretty dark but like
0: we fucked know. up this place like, what's to say we wouldn't fuck up mars too right more than it and the is. fact
1: that the earth is getting warm yeah. is just a sign that like humanity's gotta go like that that's what the earth is like yeah, yo man. get the fuck off get the fuck <laughs> get, out get get of here guys get off of me like why are you, you know <laughs> getting sick yeah and, i think like, I, I think that the problem so like uh, yeah i The Earth, the humanity spreading to get another planet to possibly fuck that one up is scary, you know? I don't think it's our
0: response. I don't think we should be looking to leave the Earth because that's like, oh, fuck, we fucked it up. Let's go try again. I think... The the push should not be to find a way to leave Earth. I think the push should be find a way to fix the Earth.
1: Yeah, fix what we got, man. Like, but and we t- we totally can do it too. Like, there is mm. not like there, We're we we're on so- we're on
0: the point where we're, all, we're almost at the point of no return. That's what this whole um, Bill Nye tour is. Yeah, is well, like, like he says like if we don't change drastically in the next fifty years, there's going to be no way to undo what we've done
1: right so like my thing is is like uh, you know we well we totally we totally if like 80 percent of the population of the earth all agreed like yep this shit's a problem let's fix it like we totally could we like humanity is definitely smart enough to change our shit and make it better right it's just like not in the best interests of the corporations that make all the world's money. You know, yep. like or, like oil companies are, which pretty much run the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, the they only way do not want the environment to get better. But the thing, I mean, not obviously. I don't know yep. shit. Why am I credible? But like, my thing is, is like, you know, I'm torn, right? Because like I say, like humanity shouldn't spread. We should die here. Like, you know, we shouldn't go to other planets and ruin them too. Because it's kind of like a disease. But here's the mm. other thing is that I am a human and I got a root for my race, man. Mm. Like, I, people that say they hate people and they hate humans. Hometown yeah, they're, Pride. They're, they're Home Pride. They're lying. Pride. They're lying. They don't hate humans. They are human. They get uh, fucking. I don't know, yeah. man. There's some. So like,
0: I, 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 I think I might hate humans, dude. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. Dude. <laughs> People
1: suck, bro. Yeah, well, you know what? That, that, yeah, it's just bullshit. You know, you don't want, like... P- Alright, so, okay, maybe you don't like the general, like, population of, like, human beings, like, as as people, but like, you can't hate all of humanity. No, no, you can't no. just be like, yeah, I really would prefer humans just fucking die.
0: Actually, I'll, I'll say this. I went... I went back to, uh, when I was in Atlanta... And that su- like Southern hospitality is real down there. I mean, we were talking about that before. And like when I went down again, like people are nice down there. And I guess it's probably just like living in the Northeast, but people are dicks up here. And I've just we've just become so accustomed to it. We were renting a car, right? So we get off the plane mm-hmm. and we're renting a car. And this lady was just like, "Hey, how are you? Welcome back. Like, what can I help you with?" Or and this other time, I was like in line for something, and I asked a dude. Oh, are you in line? He's like, oh, no, no, sir. Like, go ahead. I'm not in line. And every time I thought these people were being sarcastic assholes because they were just so, they were like too nice. Or like, I'd never heard someone been like be that polite to me, <laughs> that polite to a stranger. And I was like, is this guy being a dick to me right now? Is he being a sarcastic asshole? So maybe it's maybe I don't hate humans. Maybe I just hate the humans I've come in contact with.
1: Yeah, man. That's exactly it how'd your dad like it uh, down south? Oh, he loved it. I didn't yeah, get to talk it. to him much about it. Uh, yeah. on uh, Saturday, but you know, I, I'm I'm excited for whenever your dad makes the decision to just up and up and move down there.
0: I don't know. I mean, I I yeah, would love it to happen. It's, it's like it's so it's so fucking like cheap comparatively to like where we live. So like it's it's a smart move. You move down there, the property tax is so low, you get like a nice house or like way cheap. And because the like housing and gas and food, everything is cheaper, people have more money to spend, which means there's more work to be had. Like it's a smart move to, to move down there. But, uh, right, like whether he does it or not, I don't know.
1: But I, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just a matter of like growing the balls to just be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Because it's like, dude, you get so... Everybody, every human gets so into their fucking routine and they think like, oh, they're going to do this but they'll do it someday, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. saying that shit is the worst fucking thing ever. Because it's so sad to see people just waste their lives away when yeah, they man. don't even realize it's happening because they're just like... You know, they're they're thinking about all this cool stuff they want to do. They want to move down to Atlanta. They want to get a nice house for really cheap you know live in the warm weather all this stuff and they sound so great and then they wake up and it's tuesday morning and they go to work and then they come home and they watch tv and then they go to bed and then they they wake up on wednesday and they do the exact same fucking thing they don't even realize the past 24 hours went by without getting any closer to moving down to their nice house in atlanta i mean it's comfort it's
0: it's comfort like that's what humans always strive for is just like comfort that's why we invent technology is for comfort reasons and when things put you out of your comfort zone like moving to a new place where you're unsure about like whether or not you'll like have a job or like you're unsure about like what it's going to be like and all that stuff the un- being unsure is uncomfortable and as humans we just strive for comfort and so people get comfortable even if they're not necessarily like happy with their life like they could be happier but they're comfortable and then when you get comfortable you stop moving, that's what i, I do. I fear being comfortable to be hundred percent honest with you. like I never want to be this is like a weird statement, but i I never want to be content because like once you're content, then you're just like okay with your situation, and your situation can always be better, you know so yeah,
1: like, well, I mean, I think the thing is is that like I would like to be comfortable because I have a lot of unrealistic desires, and it would be cool to same. have like a revenue stream that was consistent so that I could pursue other things but like <clears throat> I don't want something that would consume all my time and take my concentration away from the things I want to be doing and you know uh, the thing that's important to realize now is that like you know especially for people our age is that we're young and we're supposed to be uncomfortable and we're supposed yeah. to pursue <laughs> the things that we're not going to be able to do you know that I mean that's kind of Like, for me, like, I'm not in any rush to get married or have kids or start a family. Like, I want a fucking dog really bad, but that's probably not even a good idea for, like, another seven years or something. Dude, you would neglect
0: the shit out of a dog.
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: Yes, you would. You can't even remember to... Fucking brush your own teeth, let alone feed a dog.
1: Well, look, I listen, I would not (laughs) neglect my dog. It's just a matter of that. It's not the smart move for me. Yeah, because you would not be home.
0: You wouldn't be home for like 18 hours at a time and that dog would starve.
1: Yeah. okay, but like, if if I'm not home, it's not because I'm like neglecting my dog and forgetting about him. It's because I can't be home. Like, dude, I'm home when I can be home. What was the last
0: time you fed Marley? Fucking at six o'clock today, bitch! All right. Well, I've I've heard your mom yell at you so many times for not feeding the animals.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you, well I don't feed my cat. The <laughs> cat's a bitch.
0: <laughs> I love but that like, you that cat doesn't even have a name. It's I mean it does, but like I've never heard any of <laughs> you, you, you call it by its name. name. It's just the she's, cat.
1: She's
0: the cat. <laughs> one time, one time, uh, your mom called her by her name. She's like, oh, let Holly out. That's her name, right, Holly? No It's not Holly
1: <laughs> Her no. name's the
0: cat I think she said like Let Holly out And I was like Who the fuck is Holly
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dude I, You know But my, my mom and sister feed her Because they like her I don't fucking like her dude You know And now since I'm not Since I don't live there She's pretty much just Taking over my bedroom So she fucking Sleeps on my yeah. bed all the
0: time it's probably my clothes are
1: covered in that's cat crazy. hair yeah, that's I was like gonna couple.
0: say It's probably covered in cat hair
1: My mom got me this new pair of pants and Aww, uh, cute. you know my mommy, uh, and like I come home and I try them on for the first time, and then like within five minutes they're covered in cat hair, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like I literally just took <laughs> these out of the bag. So yeah, it's just it was stupid. I was you know fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck I will never bitch. feed that <laughs> bitch. I will never feed her unless my mom goes away for like three days. Then I'll feed her because it's like I'm not I'm not trying if to. You don't be, be that responsible for its death. I don't Yeah, but, like, if my mom's gonna be home at 9 o'clock, and I'm home, and she's like, feed the cat at 5, I'm gonna be like, nah, <laughs> she can wait till my mom gets home, it's fine.
0: Carl Williams is an animal abuser, I'm calling PETA.
1: Bru- <laughs> Dude, she gets fed, it's just a little
0: bit, she's <laughs> used to late dinners, alright?
1: <laughs> she's you know, oh my Especially God. when I was back in high school And it was five days a week This shit was happening then guys, used to
0: You didn't feed her in high school either? Fuck no dude That's why I hated her the
1: most That bitch was so annoying
0: I feed her more
1: now Because I'm becoming more of a fucking real human being And I'm like fuck and You're not I holding be a cat.
0: grudge against a fucking animal <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, wrong with
1: you man dude she gets fed she's just used to late dinners now it's fine you literally, literally you have beef with a fucking cat dude, no but here's the other thing is that like we're fucked up because we, we're we probably you know one of ten American families that has a combination indoor and outdoor cat which is probably that's the dumbest tr- thing that's not true I, dumbest, I had a cat no. like
0: that when I was younger it got it's hit by a car fun. but yeah because she's was stupid <laughs>
1: Because you can't have mm. indoor and outdoor cats because indoor cats are the biggest pussies on the planet and outdoor cats are aggressive as fuck and horrible. So, so yours is just a bitch? Yeah. Dude, no, my cat would... I, I, I'm pretty positive if, my, if we had never let my cat outside, she'd be nice to us. But like, she we let her go outside and we never got her declawed, so she's got that killer instinct, dude. She kills <laughs> birds and mice fucking all the time and killer eats those instinct. shits, dude. She doesn't even need us to feed her. She's a fucking hunter, <laughs> you know. And you don't want that shit living in your home. Outdoor cats should be only outdoors because they fucking want to kill shit all the time. Like, you know, they're trying this, to starve her out so she runs at- away.
0: What? You trying to starve her out so she runs away and just goes Fuck and me. bends for herself?
1: Like, the thing is, is like we would never give her to like another family. You know, my mom talked for a long time about like giving her away because she was such a bitch and she was such a pain in the ass, and we couldn't really afford her. <laughs> so we were like, we should give her away, but we need to find her a good home. Like we can't just give her to a kill shelter. That's <laughs> fucked up. Like, so yeah, oh you know, we God. never realistic, lo- realistically looked for anybody because we realized not a fucking human being on this planet would I ever want this cat because like, she's a bitch. Yeah, but the <laughs> but the thing about her is that she'd be good for, like, a farm, a farm cat, but, like, farmers don't let cats inside their house because they're outdoor cats. They yeah. live in the barn, and they kill all the mice, right? So, like, you know, it, it's just, it. you know, it. we're stuck in between a rock and a hard place because we were fucking dumb enough to let this bitch outside. It was so stupid. It's my dad's fault, too, fucking asshole. Like, he, he was like, just let her outside. She wants to go out. She'll be fine. She won't run away, all this shit. She goes outside for the first time. Dumbest fucking shit we ever did.
0: I'm on Craigslist right now. Seven month old kitten for adoption. Fifty dollars.
1: Damn, cats are cheap as fuck, dude. Dogs yeah, dude, are like six hundred dollars.
0: Dogs are expensive.
1: Yeah, what's but um what's a that, that's because dogs are so much fucking better. What's a French bulldog worth? I want one. Six hundred
0: bucks. I'm glad you bulldog, I'm glad you know that offhand.
1: There's a French Bulldog. Yeah, I got sent an ad by by Julie Julie uh, one of her friends sent her a um, an ad for a bulldog puppy uh, named Carl for
0: six hundred bucks. Dude, you guys, like, let's get all of our friends. We'll all pitch in a little bit of money, and we'll have a community Frenchie. Yeah, no,
1: I'm not gonna do that because right now I'm I'm trying to not spend useless money on
0: shit right now. Dude, so. I have no fucking money left. I'm I i i have I have to eat ramen for all this week because I spent oh yo, a bunch of yo, money on a uh, when are you
1: moving back home like permanently or back Philly area back to the Philly area
0: like when am I coming I'm, I'm coming home for winter break for like a month in um, like three weeks but then okay but then so I'm not what, I'm, I'm you, home permanently trying- um, after like in June I'll be home permanently
1: okay so I mean you're not trying to work. Like full time over winter break, like
0: you just want like I will a consistent. If there was full time work over winter break, I would. All
1: right. Well, I, I got uh, uh I don't, we could probably edit this part out because I are just talking about fucking getting jobs, but
0: I'd rather uh, uh, this, See, we gotta we gotta talk like this so we can have like a more easy easy flow. But anyway, keep going.
1: Um, I got offered this job that's literally delivering cars to the tri state area. And, like, it Ooh. pays, like, 15 bucks an hour. And all you do is drive a car to, like, New York or Philadelphia or whatever the fuck. And Where the fuck
0: did you get that job?
1: My cousin. Just, like, my mom. So, like, when I went to. My mom last minute got off for Thanksgiving dinner, right? Like, she had yeah. off from, like, three. From, like, four o'clock to, like, midnight. And um, she went over to her sister's house. And her nephew, my cousin, was like, yeah, uh, I got this. This. This thing that if Carl wants to do it, um, and it's delivering cars and it pays pretty well and dude, stuff like that. And give that then, job uh, to me. You
0: already have a job.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, they're looking to hire two people.
0: Yo, let's do. We could just. That's a fucking dope ass job.
1: Yeah, so I think what it would be is that, like, one of
0: us would follow the other dude and. Then drive back together. You know what I mean. So we'd have to have our own car. You're, is what? So we have to have an own car so we could go drive it to New York and then drive back. That's what you're saying.
1: Or yeah, I I mean, or maybe they would have a company car or some shit like that. Because the only I, thing I would, I would say know. is
0: like that would put for a lot two of people. And um, I'm, I'm I'm
1: calling my cousin about it tomorrow. Let's so, do it. You know, I think it would be a pretty dope job to just fucking drive random nice ass cars to yeah. people. That are rich enough to get their cars delivered to them. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> like, we could take the Honda. The Honda's gets like really fucking good gas mileage. So Yeah, I mean, well, we'd probably get paid for gas. Uh, yeah, that would be really. my only question is if we were because fifteen bucks I mean, honestly, fifteen bucks if we take the Honda, like the Honda definitely could go to New York and back on one tank and it fills yeah. up with like twenty Ooh. bucks. And it would take, you know, multiple hours. We split it. So even if we didn't get uh, paid for gas. Like we would still be pulling a profit. Let's do it. Let's tell your cousin that I'm a hundred percent down.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. I'm supposed to call him tomorrow. My mom's going to text me his, uh, his, his phone number. Um, but, uh, dope. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would assume that the, that this company that is delivering cars probably has a company car for that
0: shit. but what kind of fucking company deli- like is it delivering cars like to dealerships or is it to people? I don't know. I have no idea. I asked my mom and she didn't really know, which probably leads me to
1: believe that she wasn't listening or didn't remember fully, but uh, I'm not really sure. If it's delivering to dealerships, that would make more sense. but I don't really know. It could be rental cars could be that, too. I'd really like a, have no
0: idea. It Honestly, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm
1: going to talk to my cousin about it tomorrow, but I'll tell him that I have another person that's interested. So.
0: Yeah, I'd be totally... Yo, so uh, my friend Tom, he works at a yacht club, and he, like, he... Uh, well, part of his job is, like, teaching kids how to sail, but other par- another part of his job is doing, like, boat deliveries. So he lives in CT, and then he has to, like, deliver boats to new york and that's like his job in the summer is like he'll just take like you know a two-hour boat ride uh deliver the boats to like other ports and stuff like that so i'm like i'm I'm trying to go up to uh connecticut this summer and hang out at the yacht club with him for a bit that's dope boats are dope That that would that would be fucking fun as shit
1: um so uh jake texted me earlier today um, about this uh, t- this fake documentary idea he tell you about that at all
0: fake documentary
1: yeah he wants to do a fake documentary like of, a mockumentary about, yeah of like of Olympic formal but he wants it I mean I, it's not really Olympic formal but he wants to do like uh, <laughs> a post-fame rock band with, like <laughs> with like a dead member and like <laughs> i told uh, him that one of us needs to get fat and bald <laughs> and like all this shit let's do he wants to he wants to have tyler like in an all white suit as like the millionaire music producer that used to like work with us and like he
0: pulled like a jerry heller and like fucked us out of all our money
1: yeah he will. <laughs> i mean he wants him to be like the jimmy ivine sort of character gotcha, and then the he, like up. Just have all this shit, and then I was, and then he was like, "We should have Colin be the dead band member," and I was like, "Dude, that's perfect because I have a bunch of Polaroid pictures from uh, Colin and I on Thanksgiving." (laughs) So we we could do like memory pictures and shit. Oh my god!
0: We'll have to get. We have to make. Um, if we're gonna do it, I want to do it right, and I want to make like fake music that we can play in the background. That's like our music. What kind of band are we gonna be? I want to be like an '80s hair metal band. I was, yeah, I was
1: just going to say like classic rock shit. Just like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah dude, that'd be, be fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, and like Colin and I wanted to do a mockumentary of his family on Thanksgiving, but like, I realized that it would be hard to get his family all in on it and actually like do a script and have, have them actually like follow it because like, they're not exactly like ready to do like exactly what I say yeah. on their Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, uh. You know, uh, we didn't end up doing it, but this is a really good idea because all of our friends are, would be totally down to do it and we can make it exactly what we want. So
0: yeah, let's do know. that. That's fucking great. Uh, you
1: know, that'd be fucking hilarious. So, Hey everybody stay tuned for, uh, the Olympic formal story. <sighs> well,
0: how long so, uh,
1: it you want to, you want to like plug your single or something like that? Like, wh- what's uh, what's the deal with that? When's it coming out? What's the title?
0: Yo. uh I don't know man I was working on some stuff today I was super stoked on it that song I sent you in that group chat um I that finished yeah, I finished that well I finished the instrumental um and I want to do vocals on it um I might do though I so I have two songs that are like totally completed um and then a bunch of other ones that are like half completed. Um, so I just need to do vocals on those two and then I'll probably drop, um, the one it's going to be called, I think it's going to be called confusion. I think, you know, which one I'm talking about. Um, and then, so I'll probably drop that like mm, right before, what's today's date? The 27th. I could probably get the vocals done by like next week if I really wanted to and then I could drop it then and then I'll probably drop the rest of the EP like early 2018
1: okay are you gonna do um like spotify and shit or oh yeah I'm deal?
0: gonna I'm gonna do uh it through cd baby and I'm just gonna get All out right, and i right. well, like spotify uh, and shit
1: okay cool well we what we gotta do also is we gotta um register you with a pro oh, what uh, oh shit dude get ready what the fuck is a pro it's i mean it's like it's not like a the biggest deal in the world but like you really should do it if you're going to be putting music out because it's like it's the only way that you're going to get paid ever if you are going to do it and like the reason that you want to do it early now is because if for some reason one of your singles gets like blown up yeah. and the you can't register music that's already been released. Oh,
0: so, okay. So well doesn't no i mean like it, CD Baby and like DistroKid and stuff like that—they like give you like they put it up and then they and then they they pay you. Um, is that what is what was a PRO? The thing
1: is, the thing is, is that like CD Baby probably gets paid by the PROs, and if your gotcha. shit's not registered, then it just you know because the P, Spotify pays the PROs because yep. they can't just pay like a fucking dick ton of different people, you know, so. Spotify pays the PROs and the PROs pay their shit out to people that are registered with them. So it's important that you register your music. And uh, once you get verified on spotify which you can do relatively easy you don't need to have like a certain amount of following or anything like that it's not yeah. about that it's just verifying that you are who you are yeah once you get verified on spotify i'm pretty sure it's a lot easier to post music on there besides
0: uh like cd baby and shit Gotcha. Like that. i'm gotcha. not
1: positive on that but like because you know i'm not
0: verified no, on spotify but do you know. um what's so does do you have to pay to be registered by a pro um, one of them's free, one of them's invite only, and one of them's
1: like a one-time fee, and then you're in it for life, but you can only register to one. Oh, uh,
0: shit. Can you unregister? Uh,
1: I, I think so, because, like, if like, I, if I
0: registered to like, the free one, and it ends up being total shit, and then, like, it, could, not like, be in- total shit,
1: they okay. all do the same thing. Oh, okay. It, there's no, like,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: any of them is fine.
0: Dang, um, I don't want to fuck myself. The thing
1: is, is, there's there's ASCAP, CSAC, and BMI. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure CSAC is body the mass,
0: only one. Bi- body Mass Index? <clears throat> I don't know what it stands for, if
1: I'm being totally honest with you, but yeah. no, the, and It's really easy to register your songs. I just went through the whole pro- process in my publishing class, so oh, shit. we'll do that. Are we'll you going to release any of those out. songs
0: that you were showing me that you had recorded?
1: Um, The thing is, is like... I'm I'm trying to no not anytime soon because okay. the thing is is like I'm trying to plan out like the next year of me of me doing my shit for music so I might put out like uh, like some demos every now and again on like YouTube or something yeah but they're never gonna be full songs I'll probably put out like a fifteen minute demo or something gotcha. like that yeah. you know what I mean but like i don't i want to make an album really bad i yeah. want to have a full like concept and like a lot of thinking and i'm I'm working a lot on songwriting and like i've really been developing a lot as far as like production techniques so yeah. i'm not in any rush to put out music right now but i'm more about like trying to to market myself like i need to get more prominent on my social and like yeah start you making more content and stuff like that so it's all about you know, that content man
0: it's all about the content
1: yeah, so you know, so this podcast is like obviously you know the first steps for just you know starting to like get back into working and shit like that. David Loving uh,
0: podcast Monday nights. You
1: know, like I, I I love working on music and I've been writing songs a lot. Like I haven't I don't have a lot of like feasible like music that I could play you, but I've been writing a lot of songs and like yep. writing them down and doing lyrics again and shit like that. So, oh. uh, you know, uh, I'm more about like promoting an album over the next year and then possibly releasing it like in a year or something like that. I'd rather, I'd rather have a a very meticulously produced and like well thought out album and working on like boosting myself throughout the process of doing that. And I'll probably like, you know, like realistically I'll release singles like before the album comes out. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to have songs that I finish and then don't touch for like nine months. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, and, I, like, also, like, I want to do, like, if we, you know, if we did, like, uh, you know, this documentary or if I wanted to make a music video or something, like, I'd be writing music for that. Or, like, if Colin is doing a documentary, I'd love to, like, write music for him, too. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, I'm going to be constantly working on music, and it's not like I won't have people hear it if I want them to, but right now my main focus is to, like, be a little bit more big picture. Is the idea of just putting out music once it's done isn't really smart because you can't market it at all yeah you know i think it's important to learn that you can sit on your music to boost your your uh your, your uh yourself up a little
0: here's bit. the only thing i would say that i have i differ in i agree that it's important to like i think it's 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 better as an artist to have a project. Like, this is my project. This is my full album. I've been working on it all year. Um, which I agree. Like, as an artist, I like that idea better. Um, but when it comes to, like... Uh, and, I, and I hate that, like, music is has to be like this. But, like, when it comes to looking at it as, like, a business, you need to just put out content. You're invisible to the world unless you're putting shit out. So, like, that was the whole idea. Remember Sonder did that whole, like uh, one single a month for like nine months. And then at the end of it, it was a big album. That was the idea behind that was that there was constant content coming out. And and unless you have like constant content coming out, um, you you lose people. Like you need to be constantly in people's face because, like you know, in today's world we're on like you know content overload. We scroll through Facebook every day, and there's so much content out there, um, and it's constantly being pushed in our face. Um, so you need to be in people's face just as much as the rest of the things, or else you get lost in the noise of the content war. So, like my only thing is. You just need to be putting shit out. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be, you have to put out a single every week. Um, You know, who does, some dude does that. Uh, He's a rapper. Fuck, what's his name? God damn it. He puts out like a song every week. It was just a huge song that was out. Damn it, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he put, he puts out like a single a week, and it's awesome. And and he blew up that way. Um, now that doesn't mean you have to do that. Again, content like you said could be this podcast, and you know, just little like vlogs or whatever the hell you're gonna do. Right. Um, I mean, I'm
1: gonna do like once I I, uh, I I really hope I can build like my my setup at home sooner rather than later. My my mom offered to split a moped with me today. Your mom's been wanting a moped for a while. Yeah. You should buy... Actually, don't buy Jake's, but... And I was like, no, no, no. We would get one a lot nicer than that. Yeah. Uh, Like, a realistic, like, actual means of transportation. Not, like, some drunk purchase for fun. Um, (laughs) Like, I, I, you know... uh, And I was like, all right, but, I mean, you realize, like... Like, I'd probably be driving this thing. Because, like, I, I, I start college... Or I start at Bucks. Did you in drive the moped Gen-
0: all the way to Bucks? Fuck
1: yeah, I would, bro. Dude, I gotta get there in
0: the fucking cold.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I was telling her. I was like, you realize, like, that's not realistic for you at all. She's like, I would ride it down to Bonton. I was like, no, are you sure? Not. Like, you're you're willing to get up at eight a.m. when it's like lower than thirty degrees outside and drive that thing down to Bonton? Like, are know, you willing? I don't do. I
0: don't even know if you could get to. You know how long it would take to get to Bucks with a moped? Those things don't go that fast. They're Bro, what like,
1: kind of thing you think I'm buying here? She wants to buy a Vespa. Those things go seventy miles
0: per hour. Oh, that's like that's those are expensive, man. You want like a little fifty well, yeah, cc? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but dude. Like, you fuck know, that noise. Get yourself a weed whacker a, engine and put it on. Put it on a, a huffy.
1: My mom's into buying real vehicles. I guess I don't know why.
0: No, dude. Fuck that noise. We, we only only shit boxes strictly. I mean, dude. I could.
1: I'm like realistically, it's cheaper and better on gas. So it's not it's not like the worst idea in the world. And if like she's gonna split the price with me then that's good for me. But I, I don't really give a fuck. I'd rather buy a car with Lena. But the thing is that I don't want to fucking buy anything. I'm trying to build
0: a studio at my house. Like oh you know, get shit done. I think I think it's uh, important for you to save money to buy like music equipment. Like if I'm being honest yeah, sure. Like a moped's cool, and you could save money on gas. Is there any public trans to get you to Bucks or anything like that?
1: Mm, I mean, I should check, but I, I don't think like, so. It's kind of just in the middle of
0: Newtown. You know what I yeah. mean?
1: It's not really like.
0: But it's it's the, it's a community college. I wouldn't be surprised if like the if the Dart the Doylestown Dart like went there, or something like that. I'll check on it. Like, the, like community college is for people who are you're like. I mean, like most people who go to Bucks are like going because they're trying to save money so it wouldn't be it's not unheard of for one of those people to not have a like for a good portion of those people like not have a car or something like that so i would not i would not doubt that there wouldn't be some sort of uh public transportation there um but what i was gonna say is like you should i think you should save your money because like we're at a point you're 19 i'm 20 like we're at a point in our life where like we don't have major um I mean, yeah, like we have student loans that it will eventually come due and shit like that. But like the major financial burden of like mortgages and, and insurance payments and, and car payments and all that shit, we don't have it yet. So I think it's very important at this time to like stockpile as much cash and then use that cash not for fucking, you know, buying fat whip you know you don't want to do that it's it you take that money and you pump it into something same th- like so like you you would buy you know good microphones so you can so you don't have to pay for studio time and you can just constantly record music on your own and constantly um do that or buying a camera so you can constantly put out the content that you need in order to you know stay yeah. on the map and well, stuff I, like uh, that
1: i ordered my uh i ordered my phone
0: tonight so what is it seven iphone seven
1: seven plus
0: Oh shit, 7 plus. Yeah, got a
1: good deal on it too. We got it for uh, $17 a month instead of 26.
0: Or That's not bad. Like that. Dude, I hate how they uh the new way that like fucking the cell phone companies work now, where you yeah. let we like lease your phone. Dude, that shit is crazy to me. So th- like think about this. The cell phone companies and Apple and stuff and those big companies that they realize, I don't know if they realized it prior to Well, I didn't us, I didn't but, lease this phone, I bought it. But uh yeah. Okay, whatever. But my point is what I was going to say is like they know like we rely on phones. Everybody has a phone, right? And like for Apple, for example. Every Apple's iPhones are like the biggest. Everybody has a fucking iPhone, right? And so they they don't only have a like. They have like a stronghold on like the capitalist system as a whole because the way the capitalist system works is like when there's a problem, somebody comes out with a product to fix that problem, and then people buy it because it makes their life more comfortable, right? So Apple put this product in everybody's hands, and this product it has become a part of everybody's life and a necessity in people's lives. So when they took away the headphone jack they created a problem to then sell another product to fix that problem. Does that make sense? Yeah. That blows my mind. They literally created a problem (laughs) because in their own product and it didn't make people go away from iPhones because iPhones are, are such like a huge part of our culture and like, that it didn't people didn't go away usually if you put out an inferior product people just don't buy it people still bought it and then they just are buying more things to fix that problem with the product it's crazy i
1: i I forgot that i didn't have like with this new phone that i wouldn't have a headphone jack so like those headphones that i had, those really nice ones like not really practical for listening to music anyway because like what the audio Technicas huge and yeah they're huge, and you have to like, you know, they're carrying them around and taking them in, like, out of your backpack. Like, you can get that.
0: Like, you can get that little uh, uh, d- 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 Jim Jangle thing that like plugs into your the um yeah, flash like, and then makes bad. it.
1: That's just that makes me feel stupid. You know, like buying that would make me feel like fuck. I think like, it, it, it comes with a phone. I think it. Down.
0: I think I think it might come with the phone.
1: Uh, well, I mean, if it does, that's pretty dope. But, but I'm not buying one. My mom. It's um, just like it's just like Asked me if I wanted headphones for Christmas, and I was like, No, I just bought these these new ones yeah. like last year. Like I don't need them. And then she was like, All right, well, I mean, I already ordered them, but I can just return them or keep yeah. them for myself when they get back. And then I realized, like, fuck, like I don't have a headphone jack. And she bought me like these uh these Bluetooth in ears that are, like have like a wire that connects them, but it's like really short. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and I know, I know what these you're talking nice about. Nice Bluetooth headphones. And I was like, All right, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna need these now, so I guess it's good that you bought them. Like. And the coincidence just happened to line up. So that, you know, that was pretty cool. But, uh,
0: that's dope. Yo, there's this, um, band that, or this guy that Trevor sent me, uh, John, John Carlo is mm-hmm. what, his, what his name is. He's, uh, I don't know. The way Trevor described it, I, w- I was talking to Trevor about, um, putting together the Siren Show for over winter break. And, yeah. um, he's like, oh, I was like, oh, let's get like another band. And he said, um, that they played at a house show and Noah was really into them. He said they're kind of jazzy. So he said his literal words were he's got a mad clout. So I don't know what that means, but look him up. I think he might be from Philly, Um, but apparently he's really cool. So that was just, that. that's what I I had up (laughs) in the recording. You were talking and I hit a link and a YouTube video started playing. So that's going to be in the recording. I don't know if I can get that out. Oh, so i um
1: fucking oh my god i went to a house show a little bit ago and you know, holy shit this guy's lucky i can't remember his name but i saw he was the most fucking annoying act i've ever watched play music ever
0: <laughs> the worst music
1: i've ever listened
0: to like what kind of music was it was it like singer-songwriter shit
1: Oh, yeah. Well, he has a band, but it was just him and his acoustic guitar. And he was the closer of the house show. They had five, four bands, full bands, play before this guy. And then he gets up with his acoustic guitar. Everybody was super excited for him. Yeah. Well, at least the people that were throwing the show, because they said, like, they heard he was really good. Yeah. Probably the most, like, emo, horrible lyrics I've ever heard, right, that, like, didn't even mean anything. Like... <laughs> You know, some people can write some sad shit and it like makes sense. Yeah. This guy wrote sad shit, but like line after line they didn't have anything do to, to do with the last
0: just, thing that he said. Just one liner after one liner of just fucking one, sad one, stuff.
1: Yes. Like my dog died, my dad doesn't love me. Global warming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like terrible, just, just terrible listing all the shit
1: that makes him sad. <laughs> yeah, the one of the worst lyricists. Ever. And then the music was boring as fuck too. Like he just played like typical like
0: yeah, Mumford yeah.
1: and Sons like strumming patterns over and over again and then would like play the same song structures over and over again. Like Dude, that's my problem. That's my shit, problem with like, like- just boring arrangements with horrible lyrics and horrible, and not horrible guitar playing. You're like he was a pretty good guitar player, but he played like the same exact fucking like strum patterns over and over again. That is my problem like with a lot no, of the
0: people. No, uh, bro, you want to keep talking over me, guy? Bro, I was just not done. <laughs> I think there's anyway. lag in our in our in the conversation from the phone. But listen, that's my problem with um. With a lot of like the singer songwriters, like especially especially in the house show scenes, like I have yet to like go to a house. Sh- I go I go to house shows, but I've I've yet to seen a house show act that is just a dude and his and his fucking acoustic guitar that I'm like, wow, that was really cool. You know what I mean, like. And it's, it's, it's not, not that But
1: that's like, here's the thing is that I don't think you ever will. Cause that's really not why people go to house shows, man. Yeah.
0: Like you can't do that at a house show. It's not the place for it. It's like, well, I mean, some people are into that. It's like, Ooh, like coffee shop vibes, just sitting and listening to the lyrics, man. Which like, look, there's a time and place for that. Like, I agree. Like I, I love to like listen to some stuff that's like lyric based and, and like, you know, really think about what the artist is saying, but you have to back – like, there's good singer-songwriters out there that, like you said, that Shit, don't freedom. do the same fucking – don't do the same strumming patterns and, like, have interesting song structures and stuff like that and have something interesting going on or have, like, awesome. an interesting voice. But most of those singer-songwriters are just like, oh, I learned, like, how to play guitar in the seventh grade and I know all these chords and now, like, i am just decided I'm going to sing. Like, most of the – like, I don't know, for some reason – there might be a correlation between, between it or not, but like uh, usually the singer songwriters like don't have like voices that I'm like wow that's a fucking good voice, or at least the ones I've seen in like the house show scene. You know what I mean? It, 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 the house yeah. show scene is is, is it, it's interesting to me. I like it. I like going to house shows. I like the basement vibes sometimes, but it's it's important to like not. It's important to take those shows seriously. Like there's different places in Boston where like you can go and like there's somehow shows where like you can go see some fucking good ass music. You know, a lot of kids from Berkeley will put on these shows and there are these bands that are like, holy shit, these guys are fucking ripping and that's at some of the venues. But then there's other venues where it's just looks like a bunch of kids who just like, Oh, I let's play, let's play rock star tonight. And then they just put on the show. That's like, all right, man, I get it. you like, You wrote a couple songs and now you want to play for a show and no one will book you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, you can definitely tell the difference between people who are playing a house show because they want to and the people who are playing house shows because they can't get kicks at real places.
1: Yeah, I hear you. You know, uh, what was that one kid's name? He was really into OF back in the day. Jake something. Jake Kitty? Huh? Jake Kitty? yeah he he can carry a house show on his own is he a singer songwriter yeah but he i mean this it literally like he he played it wasn't an acoustic guitar but i saw him on on uh halloween last year um so like over a year ago and uh, i went to uh the fat house at temple and um it was a bunch of people doing covers. Like, it was a cover show, but yep. he played... He was Lord, right? And he had, hmm. like, he dressed up as Lord, too. Like, he wore a dress and a black wig. That's cool. And uh, he did, like, the Lord covers, but then I think he ended with, like, three of his own songs or some shit like that, and they yep. were really good. But, like, he kept it interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was dressed like a woman. He played the Lord covers like he was supposed to and then played, like, his own music, too. And it was really, yeah. really good. And, um i just remember like i was with my buddy from drexel and uh him and i were both like yeah this is really like entertaining for just like being him and uh he's also a good songwriter too like he's not the best singer in the world but like he writes like relatively interesting songs and i think like the fact that he wasn't a great singer but he was just doing it like yeah and like you know really putting in an effort not to just like act like he was all high and mighty like doing yeah. his music but he was trying to entertain the people that, that's, that were there
0: That's that's like I mean like I don't get me wrong like I'm I mean I am talking shit on singer songwriter music but like there are good people who can keep it interesting I'm I, like I uh, 100% agree that you, like it sounds like the kid did a good job and you you said he you know he kept it interesting The the problem that I have with a lot of the like people who I see who do the singer songwriter thing it's like they're just putting on this air of like, oh, I'm, I'm so hashtag deep that I can't even fathom adding more than just this guitar to the song. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, that's the kind of singer songwriter vibe like that I'm not into. This whole oh like, yeah, no, it's, I, agree. Oh, man, I like, agree. I don't need to. I don't need to have a good song structure, an interesting chord progression, or interesting melody. It's just all about my hashtag deep. List of things that make me sad, yeah. In I my lyrics, yeah, man. But uh, did you hear the new Wolfpack album? Yeah. Do you know who th- They featured some drummer. Uh, my friend, you know Q. The, the the really fat dude. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? I'll check for you right now. Yeah, dude. That was a dope album. They came. See, now they came out of the L.A. house show scene. Um, both did.
1: Well, then I want to go fucking over there. Well, that's what I
0: mean. Like there's like, I'm not saying that the house show scene is all shitty. Like, like you could, if you like, if you saw Wolfpack play, like if, if, if a band came up and that's what I'm saying, like there's some venues that these bands fucking blow me away. I'm like, holy shit. That's awesome. Like there's good bands that play house shows, but there's a difference between those people and then the people who just like can't get a fucking real gig and so they just want to stay in the basement for the rest of their life because these are too shitty to fucking go anywhere with their music. But like, yeah, Bo- Wolfpack is a perfect example of people who um, like started Michael off... Michael Bland is the... Is What's the his drummer? name? Michael Bland. The song's mm. Hero Town. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I love that song, um, Birds of a Feather, on that album. It's great. Birds of a feather Yeah, a, that's a good guy. Oh. I like the one um,
1: that features Joey Dosick, uh on the keyboard. He sings it. Um, I can't remember. Oh, Keeps on Running Away or some shit like that. Um, running Away. Yeah,
0: it yeah, It features yeah.
1: Uh, Joey Dosick, David T. Walker. Dude, you should yeah, look into dude. David T. Walker's career. He's fucking ridiculous. What does he play? Guitar.
0: Wait, that's the dude. He had um the Wolfpack guy, the holy he was in the one of the Holy Trinities, correct? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but yeah. Like, his career is crazy. Uh, uh, running away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David T. Walker. I also but, like uh, Mr. Finish Line. Mr. Finish Line's just kind of weird. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm yeah, I I I I do like Mr. Finish Line, but that's I for some reason it's baby, I don't know. That's the one that I was thinking of, not Mr. Finish Line. Oh, yeah, baby, I don't know, it's really good. Yeah, Charles Jones, that's great. I was, um, hey, you know, like, so you know how, like, Spotify changed, and now they, like, does your Spotify do this, where it continues just to play, like, if you finish, like, the Wolfpack album, it just, like, starts playing, like, Wolfpack radio?
1: Um, so, sometimes my shit does that, it doesn't do it on my phone, it very yeah. rarely does that. Like, so it did it... It did it for me the other day on my phone, but most of the time it literally, it'll stop. It'll stop playing music altogether. Like if I play an album, like say I was listening to Mac DeMarco's album, which is the first thing in front of my face right now, and I played the whole thing, it would play all the way through and then go back to the first song and pause it. That's what it does for me
0: still. So oh. maybe
1: I just need to update it, but... Well, that's, I don't know,
0: that's but been what it's done. whatever. I was listening to the Wolfpack album, and uh, then it finished and then it continued playing so i thought it was still going and i heard charles bradley and um, i was like holy shit charles bradley i mean charles bradley died earlier this year and i was like oh my god they had a song with charles bradley and i was really excited i thought they like recorded a song with him like a year or two ago or whatever it was and then he and then he died and then they put it out on this album i mean it wasn't but in a cuz it you know it was just the radio but i was i got really excited i was like holy shit that would be cool. That would be so like you know, rest in peace, Charles Bradley. But that'd be a really fucking cool thing if like you know, it'd suck if like someone you worked with died. But like you recorded a song with somebody and then they passed away and you hadn't released it, and then you could yeah. release it afterwards. Well, I mean, David Bowie did that with his whole fucking album. Damn, dude, that that album's intense. Yeah, that, that's a fucking legacy right there. Like he, but, the entire album is about death. Like that's crazy. Yep ridiculous that's a fucking man with a plan right there yeah it's kind of scary if you think about it yeah but i mean he knew he was gonna die for a long time he what was a cancer right
1: um something like that but like he knew he
0: knew he was gonna die like i think like a year or two in advance so like he had time he was like time to like cope with it and like all right now it's time to like i'm gonna put this album together and stuff
1: man of the year man of the year man of the year yeah, yeah. Uh, that that song's um song's a sample. It's called Cherry by uh, Chromatics.
0: Cool. Yeah. What's that uh, song? Um. Uh, that they who samples it? Ooh, what you say? Ooh, oh, Hide
1: and Seek man. by Emojin Heap and Jason Derulo sampled it.
0: That's a fucking. Good, the original song is fucking good as shit.
1: I know it. Like it. That song, like fucking toys with my emotions Oof,
0: it's a great oh man there's something about like the vocoder and the auto tune shit uh oh, it's it they use it so well
1: it's so great. intense
0: that's just one girl
1: like she just that's yeah that's just her
0: yeah shit uh, dude i'm i've been playing with uh i found out how to uh use auto tune logic and i've been fucking around with auto tune that's a good time nice. it's very fun
1: yeah it is fun it's just like so easy.
0: Thanks. Yeah. So <laughs> like
1: you can fucking. You know um,
0: dance. you know the you know uh, the end of Bo Burnham's um, newest special where he does that like uh,
1: attitude thing. Yeah, and
0: he's like making fun of like Con- well he's you know doing the Kanye thing where he like rants. So like I saw that I was watching the special or I saw one of his songs. I was like oh I'm gonna make a song like that. So I did. Maybe it'll go on nice. the EP. I don't know. Tune in, kids. What do you uh remember Mayor Hawthorne? Of course, man.
1: He uh, I, he, I, he I he lost his touch with me. He did, yeah. Why. He
0: honestly, like, after how do you do? I like like where where did this door go? Is that before or after? How do you do? Um, I'll check for you. Uh, but so, honestly, like that's the only one. Like how do you do is the only album that I'm like, oh man, like this. This is something cool. Um, where,
1: uh, how do you do? Is before where does this door go?
0: Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, the a strange arrangement. I it was solid, solid project. How do you do? I was like, okay, this fucking bumps, and then where does this door go? I was like, no, I don't really like it. And then, uh, Man About Town, the 2016 one the one, he, the most recent one. I did, I actually didn't like that one at all. Um, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's, he's just uh he's he, I don't know. I mean, I think like I found him right when I was really starting to find out like the kind of music that I really enjoyed and uh like I've just gotten so like I've delved so much deeper into music and it's yeah. like he he's just kind of on the surface for me now. Like mm-hmm. I go back and I listen to him and for some reason I just can't enjoy it as much as I used to. I agree. But like I find Dude, it. I remember. Uh, I remember, like, junior year when you were listening to the music you were listening to junior year, and every time like you put on Mayor Hawthorne, I was like, "Thank the fucking lord!" Like, it's something that I can <laughs> I can get down with, you know. Besides that one, uh, uh, BYOB and <laughs> uh, and Amon Amarth. Dude, those, I. Those,
0: I find it so funny how, like, the different phases of, like, music that I go through of, like, what I listen to. Like, I mean, like, yeah, 11th grade, I was listening to fucking Amarth and System of a Down and, like, you know, uh, fucking hardcore and all that shit. And that was 11th grade. And then, like, ne- and then, like, 12th grade, I was listening to, like, Flying Lotus and all that, like, ambient shit. And last year, I was on, like, a hardcore, like, hip-hop binge. And, like, now I'm listening to, like, a lot of, like, John Mayer. Um a lot of like Zero Seven, um a little bit like Alan Stone, a lot of like that kind of shit. And then like oh I also I went on like a recently, like a huge kick into like oldies. Like I was a lot of Beatles, the Doors. I used to like I was afraid of the doors. Their music scared me. But like I watched this uh documentary about the doors, um and uh what's his name? Uh Jesus, blanking. Front Man of the Doors. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Jim. Whatever. Front Man of the Doors. Um, I watched this documentary on him, and uh, that just, like, put me in a kick of, like... Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Um, Yeah, but, like, it's crazy. Like, Jake and I were talking about that. You'll, like, hear a song that... Or an album that just kind of takes you back to, like, a certain, like state of mind or, like, a time in your life or whatever, and it's crazy how much, like, music can do that. Like, uh, like, what was the last time you listened to, um, Headhunters? Hmm. It's been a good amount of time. But, like, put it, like, put on, uh, Chameleon, and, like, close your eyes, and, like, whenever I hear Chameleon, like, I just, like, close my eyes, and I can just, like, I feel like I'm in Handlebar <laughs> with my skateboard. Yeah. Damn.
1: Dude, you know what? Uh, you know what song I love? <laughs> I love Kiss from a Rose by Seal. <laughs> it's it's so not like anything I listen to, but you you gotta
0: listen to it. It's so good. Dude, you know what you need to listen to, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The new Jaden Smith album. Uh, it's re- really It's solid. Now like I didn't watch. I watch, I didn't watch Fantano's um, full review on it. I saw he reviewed it, and I fast forward. He gave it a four, and I, it pissed me off because, yes, like Jaden's like lyrics and like his flow is like not really that great. It's not horrible, but it's not that great. And I get that, like that's the only thing that he contributes to the album, but the production on it, Jesus man, it's fucking dope. Um, Jane mm. Smith, new album, uh, whoever produced the first four songs, um, it's there's the first four songs are all like one big, it's, it's kind of like a symphony movement is the way I would describe it. It's like very symphonic. It sounds like it's sa- like the first four songs sounds like if a rapper, um, had a collab with like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. You know, those guys, they, yes, they do like the, yeah. the, 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 car- awesome. the yeah, Carol, the Carol, the, the, the Bells thing. Yeah. It yeah. sounds, it sounds like if a rapper had a collab with them. Um, Pretty cool. but uh, I'm, I'm trying to find who produced those first four tracks. It, it's just crazy. It's just like something that I have never heard before that it's like symphonic. Um, uh, <laughs> Album. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Lido? Lido? L-I-D-O is the producer. Um, he produced a lot of these tracks and he produced the first four. And man, is it is it cool. So I, I, I encourage everybody to go... Listen to Jaden Smith's album with open ears and forget the fact that it's Jaden Smith, and just listen to it for what it is, which is a very well-produced album. Word. You know, who I was surprised who did a lot of production was um was Tyler the creator did like what? most of the production on uh on Flower Boy. What that surprised? You? No, he did all of it. He did all of it? He was the main yeah. producer on every song, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that surprised it just surprised me just because like before he was like you know his whole thing was that like lo-fi kind of like you know just like very basic beats I mean like well, you listen Well, still is
1: pretty basic. Ba- basic. Yeah, Be- but it's hmm. it's beat sick, dude.
0: But like comparatively to like fucking like like listen to Yonkers and like how much yeah. goes into that beat and then listen to, you know, Garden they Shit yeah, or Bored like Boredom is like that's like I mean I wouldn't would you classify Boredom as lo-fi? I would that would not be the first thing I would say like when I was if I, if someone told me to describe the production style on Boredom I would not say lo-fi. Uh,
1: I mean probably not Boredom. Boredom's more of like a single like hit song just you know goes along with We're like
0: 911 like, lonely. That's not lo-fi. Like or uh was the song can i get a kiss and then make it last forever all those songs i would never i don't know if i would classify any of them as lo-fi
1: yeah i mean the beats kind of are but like there's so much like production that goes into like the vocals which is kind of like going against that that genre like that whole lo-fi movement yeah. in general they don't do a lot of work on like the vocals and shit like that um, yeah. and he does it's a very like very meticulously produced album and you can tell like all the little things that happened throughout the whole thing. So, I mean, I guess it's not, it's not a lo-fi album, but it still has kind of that like laid back, like relaxing feel to it, which is yeah. like a really big cornerstone of that whole lo-fi thing. Like, uh, you know, um, I'm a really good, I'm really good friends with a, a kid at Drexel that is really into like lo-fi producing. And he's kind of like this fucking prodigy. His name's Rob, uh, Rob Nash. His um, oh fuck! I, I want to remember his name so that I can plug him, but uh, I don't I don't I can't remember his name.
0: Do you say but, you were um, really good friends with him? Yeah. And you can't remember his name?
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Well, he has a pseudonym for like his music oh, 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 oh. His name's Rob Nash or Rob Nashed. I I don't I can't remember. Shut his... Shut up, Rob. I can't remember his name on SoundCloud, but he he's super into to making beats in Ableton. He's just like had like this random like raw talent like he just started last year and he's like just so good at it like it's all really simple but just his ear for production is yeah. like, ridiculous and uh it's really cool to watch him work because like you know his first experience to making music is making these beats in ableton which is yeah. like so unlike what i did mm-hmm. you know like i learned how to play music first and like we we were playing music for years and then like we started like with GarageBand and then Logic and and like I I recorded songs on Audacity with Andrew way back. In the yeah, day,
0: like. dude, I find that yeah. that's that's interesting that you say that like when I when I look back at like us growing up, learning about music and like diving into the world of like creating music and stuff like that. We did we kind of did it in the opposite way. We've talked about this before. Like most people are like wh- like the people. Who who like I talked to, they learn how to play their instrument well, and then learn how to play with others and like, then start a band and then start writing and stuff like that. But we like, we did like, we like the first band, like in your, in your basement, platinum, what were you? Platinum crusade Yeah, doing our, whatever. Like we learned how to jam before we were like good at playing our instruments, you know? Right. And I I think that's like something that, you know, we kind of took for granted, like, and, then, you know, then I step into a uh, studio space with, like, other people who went, like, the more traditional route of learn to play your instrument and then learn how to play with other people. And, like, you know... It's kind of not. Nice. I mean, yeah,
1: what we did... What, well, we weren't... I mean, what we did is kind of what, like, musicians have been doing forever. Like, the, uh, the the Allman Brothers, dude, like, those guys, They all they did was jam out. Like, they would literally, like, make their songs, like, 20 minutes long because yeah. they would like be required to play a certain amount of time at their shows. They didn't have the repertoire to fill that, that space, so they would just fucking jam out on like Damn. you know a couple
0: songs. Jam bands, man. And like and uh Oh shit, I'm gonna sneeze. Fuck. Don't sneeze, man. Don't uh, do it.
1: On, I'm re- recording. I can't sneeze.
0: Um Damn dude, we have not talked for a who
1: long is this? time. Yeah, no, it's been uh two hours been out, it's been almost two hours. Um go us yeah, we're doing it.
0: Anyway, keep going. Who
1: <laughs> um, who's a uh, who's uh, Neil Young? He's a guitar player guy, old dude. Yeah, he's not that great of a guitar player, dude, but he plays with so much passion and he jams yeah. out like crazy. Like mm-hmm. these guys, like found a, an emotion and they found an instrument that they that they could play and they they just went for it and they did it and they just learned to play like as they went. And that's just kind of like an old fashioned thing that people used to do. Like improvisation has just been a a thing in music for such a long time. And like learning through jamming and just like creating things on the spot, has just like been a, you know, almost a very traditional way of, of doing things for a long time. And like, I think the, 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 a lot of kids would probably do what we did but, like, modern technology is kind of changing the way that people learn how to
0: play yeah. and make music. For
1: sure. <laughs> I did it.
0: Damn it, man. Damn it.
1: Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a different... There's a different thing between musicians and then, like, guitarists and musicians and pianists. You know what I mean? Like, people can... There's people that can play, like, circles around me on piano, but they need the sheet music in front of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like being a musician is just kind of like a different thing. It's not any more or less talented because it's like, you know, there's like five-year-olds in this world that can like fucking play every Mozart song ever created at, you know, 240 beats per minute, like fucking ridiculous (laughs) shit, but they can't write a song and I can write songs, but I, you know, I'm not shredding like crazy, Yeah. you know, like I, I can hold my own when I'm playing, but like, it's not, not like the most ridiculous shit ever i'm yeah. never gonna be like Corey henry or some shit that's just ridiculous but like it's different kinds of talent and i think that it's just i don't know Corey henry. i like where i'm at but i probably yeah. would also like where i was at if i didn't know how to write songs and i was just a really good player too yeah you know, it's I not i don't like think
0: anyone is players. i don't think anyone is like actually i mean that's not true i do think that knowing how to jam is better than not being able to jam. But like
1: one's more not fun, better. It's way better of, way of like communicating with other it's musicians. way more
0: fun, sure. man. Dude. I mean, maybe it's just cause like we've played together for so long, but like when Jake and I, you know, play together up here with like Will and Zach and Q and all them, it's just like the way Jake and I like can connect on a song and like instantly make like a jam sound better. Just like without even speaking comparatively to like them. Uh, with them, it's just like totally... It might just be because, you know, Jake and I have, like, played together since, like, seventh grade, and we just, like, know what each other are about to do, but at the same time... I
1: mean, you have better chemistry.
0: Yeah, that too, but it's I also think, like, I don't know, not even Jake and I, like, just, like, when somebody else plays something, Jake can, like, pick up on it like way quicker than you know somebody else and like same thing with me like when somebody plays something i can pick up on it quicker just because like that was what we learned how to do first was learn how to just like instantly start playing a song without speaking as opposed to other people who like would learn the tabs or the chords and then like write out the structure and stuff that. right
1: i mean it's kind of like you speak in the language of of arranging and songwriting yeah you know like there are things that people do to write songs like you know like how we learned how to build a song up and then go back to the hook after like building it up like you know or how to like bring it down during a bridge and then like play the hook after the bridge or whatever like doing stuff like that is just stuff that we did by experimentation and then like we just kind of learned like how to do it and so like when people are playing shit <clears throat> you can kind of almost like take over a little bit and, and uh, steer it in the right direction because we know, you know, kind of the folk ways of like how a song should be arranged. Yeah. I guess that's credited to, you know, just fucking like trying shit out from like 12 years old on, you yeah. know? So,
0: dude, I still think back to some of the times, like one time in particular like, in Andrew's garage, like. Just playing, and you were playing some fucking guitar thing, and like, and we did the, you know the classic, you know, <laughs> original jam thing where we would like bring it down, and then we do like the the eighth notes on the tom and the snare or whatever, and we'd just and whatever, and then we like hit the drop, and then you were just playing something. That, I remember just like fucking. Uh, getting up out of my off the drum throne and just being like, Oh my God. And then like continuing to play the drums, like from a standing position, you remember, you remember, you remember to, yeah, what I'm dude, talking about? Like just something my like neighbor that. Got
1: pissed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then he came over and yelled at us, <laughs> but stuff like that, that like, I don't know that feeling of just like nonverbal communication and making something like instantaneously awesome. And then And that's really fucking cool. And honestly, like it sucks that like we can't remember what we played. Like we, we, I think we even tried to play it again, like five minutes later and we couldn't remember exactly what we played, but there's something about that where it's like totally in the moment. And Mm -hmm. the fact that like, it could never be, you know, uh, we couldn't do it again. There's something about that that makes it like even more special and even more cool to me. I'm like, fuck like that was like, that awesome moment was only in that moment. It could never be captured. It could never be repeated, you know, or recreated. It was just like, that's, I don't know. That's a, something that like, is really fucking dope.
1: Yeah, it is. It was, uh
0: yeah. Dude, I'm surprised we didn't get yelled at more for all the noise we made.
1: Because my neighbors are tight with us, man. Like I've lived, my family has lived on that street since 95. Like, they know every single person that was there. Everybody loved us. Everybody thought it was really cool that we were creative and shit like that, right? Yeah, but, that like, we would like, hang even out. If of- we weren't, even if we weren't, like, really bad, well, I mean, this is just about playing music, right? But that dude was, like, new. He was <laughs> yeah. new to the neighborhood, and he comes over, and he's like, how, how can you think that, like, this is okay? Like, doesn't don't you realize that it could annoy everybody else? And I was like, I know that everybody else doesn't care. Yep. And I, t- I tried to tell him that, and he was like, I I don't think that's true, and I was like, "Uh, well, we're well, just go going fuck yourself, keep guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? Go, go suck your own dick. Or something.
0: <laughs> but dude, like, we would hang out. We would like play at my house, like in the playroom, and then like if we opened the windows, like you could hear, like you could hear us playing up at like Sophie Caffrey's house.
1: Yeah, ridiculously well, I mean, loud. Yeah, but, like, that shit just happens, man. I mean, Dude. you think the cover bands that play at, like, Fanny Chapman and shit, like, I can hear them from my house. Like, yeah. they're not exactly the best bands in the world either. It's just, like, people hear shit and they ignore it. Or people hear shit and they get interested, they go see what it is, and then they ignore it. Like, you know, Dude, I, fucking- can, I can smell kids smoking weed from, from two blocks away. Like, that shit's the same thing <laughs> as hearing music from two blocks away. Like, you know, you just fucking, you just... You deal yeah, you just, with it.
0: You just move just on. Whatever, man. Dude, the house show we like. You remember how, how loud those speakers were? Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was great. I want. I, I. It sucks, dude. Every like the first house show we had, so many fucking kids showed up, and we didn't. Like, I mean, the two years after that, it wasn't like a dead crowd. There was still a good amount of people, but like, I don't know. There was some that first house show when like everybody fucking came. There was something about that that I was like, man, this could be, this could be dope.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: but you know, it's what it is. Um, we just hit the two hour mark. Um, I've been sitting in this chair for a long time. I had to go to the bathroom since like we started this. Um, <laughs> so you can,
1: dude, you can take breaks. You I, you know, that actually would have been pretty funny. I could have done some evil ass monologue, and you wouldn't have heard it until we got done. All right, I'm gonna go take. I'm
0: gonna fun. go. You, I'm gonna go take a piss. Uh, Okay. Actually, you know what? Two hours is is, is a pretty solid podcast.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, so to uh, I mean, it's your it's your it's your guy. You want to speak conclusion to our possible fans? Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, this is the I guess I mean I don't have a name for it. It's just the this is my podcast. My name is David Loving. Uh, I'm here with Carl Williams. Um, Yeah, I guess
1: we should have done this at the beginning.
0: Yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) Hopefully, we could do we can do this podcast like every week, like either with Carl or Carl and you and your you and your roommate Taha. Um, And I'm thinking I have a couple people from Boston that I want to have in in studio, Um, like you know, not over the phone, um, that I think would be cool to interview, and then. hopefully we can figure this out where we can do it through Instagram live next time. Um, we can get the good quality audio into the phones and then, um, stream it through Instagram live, which would be really cool. Get the visual aspect to it. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in kids. Hopefully,
1: where are we putting this baby? Where's it going?
0: I'm thinking SoundCloud. There's also a spot on um, iTunes. It just says submit a podcast. Apparently, uh, you can submit a podcast and like do that. It'll That'd do cool. that. And just then I'm gonna do it, yeah okay. YouTube as well. Um, and then I'll probably be putting up snippets of this on um, Instagram <coughs> for the next uh, couple weeks. And then yeah, I, I mean, I had a good time. I think this is. Uh, this is fun. Just uh, two hours of talking. Great content. Yeah. Great, great. Oh,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm down to do it pretty, pretty often. I mean, if Same. you want to do a consistent thing with you and I, I'd, um,
0: I'd be totally down. cool with that. Then we could call it, do. we could call it just like Carl and David's phone calls podcast.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, whatever it doesn't have to be on the phone. We should definitely record a shit ton of Lena's camera when you get like over Christmas break. Yeah, like, for sure. Together, like on your kitchen table or some shit, whatever. Yeah. Like, throw my Yeti down and like just fucking go at it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. kind of, for some reason, like we're talking about like making this podcast and there's something about it that like, I don't know with the idea that we're talking about what to do with the podcast on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There's something with that that I find, I find entertaining and I, I yeah, hope well, other people just, find uh, it as, as entertaining as I would.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just, uh, well, we're trying to figure it out. I'm, uh, like, you know, I mean, Joe like, Rogan's definitely, like, the biggest inspiration I have as oh, far for as, sure. like, what you can do with a podcast. Sure. But, like... I mean his first podcast looked like shit dude
0: i saw that i googled the first honestly i wasn't sure if i wanted to do this and i was like i don't know man i don't know if i could do a podcast like i tried to do it once and it sucked and then i googled joe rogan first episode podcast first episode i was like wow that was shit yeah i can definitely yeah, dude, do he this. Couldn't
1: even figure out how to turn off the fucking snowflakes on his fucking <laughs> photo booth app like it's ridiculous i mean it's hilarious yeah, yeah. but like. Dude, he, you 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 just do it and you learn and it's yeah. fine. So Document first like,
0: you know, creates like it's, we're just like kind of. I think people would enjoy that. That's why I think it's so important to like put up like vlogs and stuff like that of like you creating your studio and things like that. People like right. to watch the process. People like to be involved um, with someone on the come up, dude. Like everybody wants to be like, oh yeah, I knew so and so before he was big. Everybody's a hipster. Everybody wants to be there before it's a big thing. So, document versus create. So, is
1: so, so what, what uh, is this the Come Up podcast? Is that the name? Maybe? No,
0: no, no, no. It's not the Come Up podcast. That's That name is uh, trademarked by, by Come Up Live.
1: Yeah, well, not legitimately,
0: well, but, but... But the eventually maybe, there's there's maybe gonna be soon. a come up there's gonna be a come up podcast um, within the year. So I don't want to call this one the come up podcast and then have to switch it or anything like that. So we'll because yeah, I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to limit this to a uh, a specific topic like music like the come up one would be. Uh, I mean we're obviously going to talk a lot about music just because like that's like both of our passions. But I don't want to limit this show. I want to like like you said. Joe Rogan style. You can the, the motherfucker talks about everything and anything.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's entertaining. Yeah, I hope, man. Uh, Yeah, anyway. Well, uh, I guess uh, I guess that's it. Good first episode.
0: Yeah, well, I, I we'll, had a good time. Uh,
1: we'll do it again later this week or something. Do yeah, another episode. And for sure. Fucking do that and put it out and fucking plug it on our shit and everything. It'll be good. There we go. Alright. Episode, uh, episode one down. Episode one down. Peace out, freak bitches.